0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Plans to Merge. I am your
1: host, Caleb Porzio. I'm your other host, Daniel Colburn. And today's episode is brought to you by... Mm. The month-and-a-half-long vacation we've taken between episodes. That's right. Cheers How we to doing? that. Cheers to that. Daniel, it's been a month-and-a-half. Yeah, it's a great weekly podcast that we run. I don't even this know if it's wild. been a month-and-a-half. It might have only been a month. Dude,
0: so much of my life has changed since then me too. probably freaking yours but i wouldn't know so
1: yeah there you wouldn't know because this is the only time we speak we're not actually forever speak <laughs> oh we're, we're just keeping it together for the podcast
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah stay together for the podcast
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh okay well
0: daniel i spilled coffee on my shirt well top of the to you daniel
1: yar um, Daniel has been up all night, and I've been up all night caleb Caleb has, just got up, yeah, so we're at similar like energy levels, but kind of for different reasons right, yep, yeah, hmm well, Daniel, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll
0: shoot. We don't have anything to talk about
1: yeah, I guess not well
0: per it as our usual per our usual fashionness, you know, we start with the trivialities. Mm-hmm. and the monotony or the mundanity and mm-hmm. work our way into the deepity of course
1: deep, deep 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 um so what do you got what's trivial in your life daniel what is trivial in my life uh i'm playing elden ring okay don't know anything uh, about very, that very it's a very popular video game okay uh it, it, i'm like a couple months late to the party everyone else has already played it uh, so all my friends are, like really like just like super buff and like have like mm. fancy armor is this an MMO? and gear and like shit. you can see them and stuff It's not an MMO. Okay. So how it do you know like a, about their gear and It's a single player RPG but you can like invite someone into your instance of the game. Oh. So like if you just uh, like if you need Yeah, like kind of in like an Animal Crossing mm-hmm. how you can like go <laughs> out and visit someone's island. <laughs> It's like that. But so it's like funny. uh like I needed help with a hard boss, so I brought John in to help me with it. Oh, cool. So yeah, you can like kind of like visit it's I was just saying it's like the best worst multiplayer I've ever seen in a game. Because hmm. um, it's like the actual UX for like doing the thing that they allowed you to do is like really cool and good. There's like a in-game item that allows you to like put down like a little teleport rune or Mm, something mm -hmm. and then if your friend also uses an item they can see your little teleport rune Mm -hmm. and like invite you through it Mm. um so it's like it happens in like 3d space like in the world like you see like a glowing gold thing on the ground and it's like john wants to join your game yeah um so that interface is really cool the actual multiplayer experience is terrible like Anytime you beat a boss or someone dies, you lose the connection and you have to like redo it and oh, use on. another one of these consumables to do that. Oh. Um, and uh, also the. Oh, right. You can't ride horses like. It's a huge game, massive open world game. Okay. And like riding and horses are is a horses. Big part of, and there are horses and they're way faster than walking. Right. But, like, you, you just can't ride them if you're. Oh, in multiplayer. In, in multiplayer. I see. Okay. Gotcha. So it's just like a stupid random fact.
0: How does this game compare to um, uh, Breath
1: of the Wild? I would say it compares to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. In the sense that it is like. It's the same type of game. Yeah. Um, definitely more boss fights mm-hmm. um so like you know like the final boss in breath of the wild yeah and that how hard that fight is and there's like multiple phases and everything yeah um that is there's like 30 or 40 of those in this game wow okay. like of that so and it's a so this is a game in the dark souls series are you familiar with dark souls no games? sir okay they're famously super difficult games okay um and th- this is the first open world game. Mm. And so they just slap you down in the world and you walk out the tutorial into the open world mm. and you immediately run into a boss you can't kill. <laughs> like you th- the first thing the game does is kill you basically. Wow. Okay. <laughs> They're just like, "Oh, here's a boss. Don't fight it for a long time." Mm. <laughs> like you're not going to be strong enough to kill this boss for a while. Mm. So then they kind of like confront you with like, "Hey, this game's gonna be hard," yeah, and then you just like go out and like get strong enough to kill the things that killed you early on. Mm. But it's really cool. I mean, the gear scaling system is very complicated, and or not necessarily complicated, but like, there's a lot of knobs you can tweak. You know, okay. Um. So yeah. Anyway, it's cool.
0: Is that um? So I don't know anything in the world, but is that in the same family of games as Elder Scrolls? It is not. It's not they just have the it same first three letters going it's the Elden Ring. Okay. So not not a scroll, but a ring.
1: Not a scroll, not Elder, not Elder. Elden.
0: Elden. Okay. Now I see. Okay. Well, yeah. if you say so.
1: Anyway, I'm having fun. I wish I had time to like like my grind, the inner grind in me is like it's like when you're really hungry and you eat like a little bit of food. Mhm. And you're like, "Oh, man, I'm still really hungry." Yeah like like if you're really hungry and you have like a a cracker yeah you know you're like it's kind of would have been better to just not eat the cracker true because now i've like started my digestive process up right wrapped Um, it up yeah my body wants to grind this game and i have no space in my Mm. life yeah you that so i've like legitimately been playing like 20 minutes at a time of this video game like you know like hop on at night and i'll play like 20 30 minutes and then be like all right, back to the code. Yep. So wow, it's wild.
0: That is wild. Um, I yeah, I hear that, brother. You need a game that is more conducive to you know little bits of playtime.
1: I did spin up Rocket League for the first time in three years. Nice. I placed immediately into Diamond One. That sounds crushing, great, kids. Diamonds <laughs> Diamonds are expensive. Um, and they're forever too.
0: I was more thinking something along the lines of like Melvor Idol like uh, yeah
1: that's true that's a game <laughs> you cannot even play at all
0: daniel i have to say that i have stopped playing Melvor idol but i'm, I'm just paused no and you i'm so max? close but i think, just maxed dude, i just hit so this close. thing where i was so close and i was just like you know what this is stupid <laughs> but it took like nice every day of my life for six months to realize that
1: as soon as it was in reach you were like that's what it was
0: it. it's just within reach and i i started you know it's like I don't know, just like, oh, so I just do the same thing I've been doing, but do it more. And then yeah. I get You left what? it at the altar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it, there's, a, there's a metaphor here, Daniel. Mm-hmm. There's a lesson here. Um, yeah. The other little riff I wanted to make is we, uh, Hannah and I and a friend were super hungry down in Florida. We were so hungry and we had like reservations at a nice restaurant and we were... Oh, at the Orlando, um, uh, there's this like park in the middle of Orlando or something that has the big Ferris wheel and a big like droppy thing that somebody fell off while we were not there, but like the day after um, and died like a kid, like this thing's like 400 feet tall, I think. And they just drop you, Um, but they catch you, but a kid actually dropped out um, and literally fell 400 feet to his death, which is a real bummer. Um, but so there was a Shake Shack and we're like, we're so hungry. We need something. We're like, all right, let's go to Shake Shack. We'll all split one burger. And I know. (laughs) Why? Because like we needed something, but we were going to eat in like an hour or two. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. And dude, it was like both the worst and best eating experience ever. I feel like the move there is to get fries and a shake and then just skip the burger altogether.
0: Um, well that would be filling. What do you mean? Like
1: each get... A fry and a shake each? We'll just get like a bunch of fries and then each get a shake and then just kind of dip your fries in your shake. That'll tide you over.
0: It would be too much for me. Too much. I was literally, we're just like about to go to eat at a nice place that we were really looking forward to eating.
1: This is like a triage situation.
0: Yeah, exactly. We did have fries, but one fry. So we split, we all split one fry and one burger and it was like the most amazing burger in the world. And I don't think I've had, I think I had a Shake Shack burger once before, but this like really was incredible. And it was over in like three bites. So it would it just left you with this longing. So we've just been dying to go back to Shake Shack. Like it's the best place ever. Magical. We liked that meal better than the fancy meal we went to. And then we then went back to a Shake Shack with normal levels of hunger and could eat normal levels of food and didn't love it as much. It was really good, but it was like, wow. That we, our experience was so tainted by only being able to eat like three bites and being super hungry. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So that, that's a shake,
1: Shack corner with with Caleb. It's a tantalus situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Oh, Daniel, Oculus Daniel. Oh, you got an Oculus. Tell me about your trivialities dog.
0: So I got a quest Two. you got a quest. Um, Quest two diagnostics. So buddies of mine have the quest Two, and I like tried it once and it was cool. I started to get really hot. And then cold, and then sweat, and then I thought I was gonna like throw up or pass out, and so I stopped playing.
1: Brief, brief tangent about getting hot. Sorry, so brief. What's um, that? Just a brief tangent about getting hot. Very briefly. Yes. Um, we're, it's the temperature right now where we keep all the windows open, mm-hmm. except that my office is consistently like seven degrees hotter than the rest of the house because uh. of all the computers and stuff. Really? Um, that's the reason. Yeah. Uh huh. No way. I mean, it must be, right? Like, no. that's the only possible explanation.
0: Just get more sunlight.
1: It's We're talking about at three in the morning.
0: There's got to be another explanation, Daniel.
1: I mean, it's yeah. got to be the computers no. and just me and the dog in here breathing. The dog. The dog dudes. Yeah, me and dog and computers in here, all in here breathing out hot air. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Um, that's pretty funny. Anyway... um, so it's just hot as hell in my office, mm-hmm. but like all the windows are open and it's like a super comfortable temperature in the rest of the house and Charlotte's asleep with windows open in the bedroom. So my options are either just like suffer or like go on a massive midnight window closing mission, including like waking Charlotte up, closing all the windows in there to turn the AC on, to then turn on the air conditioning.
0: Okay. So I've just been suffering. Mm. I mean, yeah. What about um, a, f- a window fan that blows in the, the cooler air?
1: Yeah, but it's just not available to me at 3 in the morning. But yeah, that is something I need to yeah acquire.
0: We need one. I, I rigged one up the other day because it was just hot enough. Like, we had one day that you're having. We had one of those days. And then we had snow, like, three days later. No joke. Like, a bunch <laughs> of snow. Um, and it's still not back to that temperature. But yeah, I found out that this house, like, the downstairs is fine. The basement's nice and cool doggy. And then, but the upstairs is, like, toasty. And then the up upstairs is like deadly hot. So you got to rig something up here. I'm thinking like a fan in the attic thing that like sucks all the hot air out. blows the hot air out. Yeah, exactly. Throughout the day. Got to figure something out.
1: We don't have AC either. So it's Mm going to be an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the Oculus made you hot.
0: Oculus. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a motion sick person. In general, uh-huh. like boats and like roller coasters and a stuff. a
1: motion sick person or emotion sick. I'm, a, I'm sick of motion. You're sick of motion, not
0: of emotion. Yes. Um, although at times, you know. Um, so, yes,
1: you get a touch of the vapors.
2: Yep.
0: Um, so, yeah, I, I am prone to motion sickness, but not like terribly, mm-hmm. but definitely enough that like I don't really ride roller coasters anymore. There's just a point in my life that I hit. Have you hit that point or does that, a lot of people don't hit that point, but are like, um, could well, you go I'm, ride like a you, roller coaster right now?
1: I think to to know whether you've hit that point, you need to be in such regular contact with roller coasters that like you can sort of gauge <laughs> how you feel about roller coasters over time. And uh, I haven't been, I haven't had the opportunity to ride a roller coaster in a decade. That's very So funny. I don't know. whereas you go you you probably ride 30 roller coasters a year
0: yeah well i don't anymore but i ride yeah like a million rides a year yes yeah but it's very funny because like our you know our florida life is very much like Mm -hmm. i go to disney for the afternoon you know we're like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. away max um but then our buffalo you know then you like totally switch it's like a totally different roller coaster in sight (laughs) there's no roller coasters here um
1: what do you got you got like a king's dominion
0: or something what's that What do you mean?
1: Or a Six Flags Oh, Six Flags.
0: Yeah. Yep. Six Flags. We got one of those. You
1: don't know about King's Dominion? King's Dominion is like that. It's another one. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, we have a Six Flags. Yep. And we have a Fantasy Island, which was like the kid version. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: So... But it's like abandoned now. Um, Hell yeah. But there's still a wooden roller coaster there like peeking up over the tree line. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's on Grand Island, which is an island like right before Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. Um And I just thought you should know that like a zillion people live on it. It's like a whole town and literally Niagara River that like goes over the falls, splits off into two around this big body of land and there's a theme park on it. So
1: that's dope. Yeah, but it's definitely and like now it's an abandoned theme park.
0: It is an abandoned theme park and people don't that's like so, Grand Island is not dope. like a nice place. Like You know, if you live on Grand Island, it's like, I don't know. It's not bad, but it's like
1: I want to live on Grand Island. I know,
0: it seems like it would be a I'm cool trying to place gentrify to Grand Island, bro. Yeah, right. So, Daniel, the mm-hmm. Oculus makes you hot. Right. Um, but, you know, my dream for this. I recorded a podcast about this at one point. But my dream is, you know, I have a super bad neck, and so looking at a monitor is bad news bears for me and is a limit to my productivity. And so I was like, there's got to be an app in the Oculus to do like screen sharing, whatever. And I'm just going to wear an Oculus and lay down and then have my keyboard at my side and compute so that that was like the goal as well as mm-hmm. just like having fun with an oculus
1: and so the resolution is probably not good enough for that that's right?
0: the biggest issue
1: but you your editor is like super blown up and stuff anyway yeah like but i mean it's bad um okay you can do it's it like 720p or something if that it's worse
0: than that um And, you know, you get, like, the little, like, haze blur at the edges unless you, like, turn your head and look at the corner of your screen or something. Um, So, it's actually not, it's not what I wanted it to be. And I do feel sick over time just, you know, using it.
2: But, like, I could clear my inbox or something.
1: Isn't there, like, the, uh, haven't people made, like, super high def VR headsets? Yeah, I think
0: they're, yeah, the Quest 2 is, like, the cheapo. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the... It's, I shouldn't even say it's the cheapo. It's the... um The Everyman's VR? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there's a lot, you know, that hook up to... But you have to have a PC.
1: And I don't have one of those. So... You can switch to Linux? I'm going to switch to Linux.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Seems like the only logical move.
2: Yeah.
0: So we'll see. But dude, if you get one... So Mitch is going to get one because he's leaving. He's mm-hmm. moving away. And... Because he was just over and... And we were, I mean, we couldn't play together, but he was playing ping pong and pool, and and it's just fun.
1: And we're like, dude, we could play this dude, together. We could have bro down session in the in the Oculus.
0: I know. And literally, there's all these cowork, you know, rooms. Like we could literally just be in the same room and have our monitors, and I could like walk up to your monitor and just be like, "That's wild. Oh, what are you working on?" You know, um,
1: that's crazy. And they're
0: actually pretty good, like surprisingly good, I would say. Um, like I said, the resolution sucks, mm-hmm. and there's the tiniest bit of lag. Enough, you notice for the lag for sure, but it hasn't like prevented me from feeling like I'm productive. But it's mm-hmm. definitely like an absurd amount of lag when it comes to lag.
1: Interesting. From a mouse, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so hmm. so there you go, Daniel. So are you having fun? Yeah. Have you played That's any like games and stuff in it?
0: Yeah, I'm ping pong and pool. I think are fun, but there's other there's other stuff. I haven't played like heavy you games. Done like
1: Beat Saber, no. or any of that
0: shit. It costs thirty bucks. And I guess I shouldn't care about that, but um, <laughs> but I do because, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's other like workout apps um, that are like that, like boxing instead of Beat Saber, like your boxing stuff that flies at you to music and there's coaches and stuff. And apparently that one, I forget what it's called, but it's super natural or something. I don't know. People love it, but it's 20 bucks a month, which is, come on, mm. I know. A month? I know because they have coaches and stuff. It's like Peloton membership kind yeah, of thing.
1: I was about to make a Peloton reference. Yeah, it's like a Get Peloton. Get out of here. here I know. that.
0: But whatever. So no, I don't have Beat Saber. I probably should. People love that. Um, I don't know. Dude, but it is wild. Like, you, you've messed with virtual reality before?
1: Only like in places. Okay. Like never in the comfort of my own home. Only like, like there was like a store here that was like a, just a terrible business plan. Okay. But <laughs> it was like a. Sort of a shitty coffee shop with, like, an extra room on the side that had, like, a 3D printer and a VR headset and, like, some other sort of gimmicky tech things. You know? And so, like, the idea was, so there's two dudes, right? Yeah. And one dude was, like, the goofy, gawky stoner guy. And he ran the coffee shop. Okay. And the other guy was, like, a nerd bro. Okay. Okay. And he, his whole bit was that he was going to be like Dr. Caligari in the cabinet of curiosities over there. And like, you were going to get some coffee and then he was going to like show you a 3D printer and you were going to like freak out, (laughs) which is like cool. The first time you go, you're like, whoa, it's like a coffee shop that has a 3D printer in it. Like, that's wild. But then like pretty quickly, you're like, well, I mean, like, do you want to show it to me again? Right. (laughs) so i don't know it was a weird use of a space that is <laughs> so weird. it went out of business pretty quickly yeah. but i they i did do some vr stuff in
2: there okay
0: yeah i think i've done it at like the mall once in the microsoft store they had like <laughs> sure. demos yeah. totally i did yeah and it was oculus Yeah, because but... they
1: had the one that had like the fabric on the front
0: <sighs> yes and
1: I, rem- I know because i was obsessed with the microsoft sculpt keyboard and they replaced it with a keyboard that had fabric oh. that matched the fabric so, yeah, on the yeah, that the fabric's of
0: the- nice. That like rigid kind of canvasy yeah. fabric, yeah. That's that's like the Google fabric, like Google stuff, the Google Home mm-hmm. thing, and you know mm-hmm. they have
1: that fabric. What's up, bro? Well, I was about to go on like a whole thing about how I need to replace all my digital assistants.
0: Oh, uh, let's go through that in a sec. Um, yeah. Last thing with the VR. Oh, it is just wild. Like that it is virtual reality. And I guess there are a few games that really embrace it. How like, you know, there's a million ways to do something. You can just like, you know, find a candlestick and jam it in a door. And, but it, I, I like that element of it. Like uh, in the ping pong game, I can just like grab the ball and like drop it on the ground and just start like playing with it on the ground. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Or like chuck it out the window or against, Mm -hmm. you know, some it'll get stuck somewhere um and it's literally like your environment and like pool we set up a table because i you know we very quickly were like oh dude you need a table (laughs) to lean on to play pool um so you just like put a table and you set the pool table height to be the actual table height and now you're you're really just like playing pool you could just walk around and shoot pool i don't know it it, it's it really does transport you like you you really go somewhere else even with the crappy quest to like uh resolution and stuff um i don't know i feel like i'm somewhere else which is oh and there's Have
1: like- you played around in the like facebook uh horizon world or whatever it's called
0: no no i've done I'm surprisingly in- little but that that's like a like a vr chat kind of thing like
1: that's like their like branded vr chat thing okay. gotcha dude uh I can't say too much about this, but I did have a call with somebody about the concept of bowling in the metaverse. Okay, like uh, just a bowling game. That's all I can say about it. Okay, but just the phrase "bowling, bowling in, the metaverse, in the metaverse," right? And if you if you if you knew who this guy was and like what you don't, but like if you knew who this guy was and like his vibe and the level of excitement with which he says "bowling in the metaverse," yeah, it would be very funny. <laughs> I bet. Papa and I are constantly saying bowling in the metaverse back and forth to each other. Funny. Um, yeah. Bowling fun. in the metaverse.
0: Putt-putt I hear is pretty yeah, fun. People love the bowl. People really like the putt-putt game. So it's probably yeah, a gimmick I mean, and I'll probably stop bowling. using it. Yeah. We bowling. Dude, I loved that. I loved yeah, we bowling. So
1: like, I feel like bowling in the metaverse is a strong play. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Someone Wii should bowling, make that play. Not yeah. me, but someone. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah well okay what you're gonna say about uh oh so i just have like i have a gang of ladies and tubes in my house Mm. right i've got the amazon lady in the tube. ladies in the tubes yeah okay i've got the amazon lady in the tube i've got the apple Mm -hmm. lady in the tube and i've got the google lady in the tube yeah wow you have like the actual
0: standalone devices for all three of those uh huh. Daniel, what's up with that?
1: Well, I bought the Amazon Lady of the Tube first because yeah. it was the first one that existed. I have the version 1.0 of the Amazon oh, Lady of yeah? the Tube. Okay. Like the OG Tube. Yep. Um, and then I bought the HomePod because it is awesome yeah. and is like an amazing speaker is and it? it's so good for playing music with. Okay. Um, and it's terrible for everything else. Um, cause that lady is not as smart as the other ladies. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so that's unfortunate. And then I got a free Google home because of being a developer. Okay. Like it was just one of those things where it was like, give us your email address and we'll send you a Google home. Wow. So I did and they did. So I think they wanted me to build something for it, but I didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, some <laughs>
0: app thing,
1: integration yeah. bit. So anyway, here's my setup. I've got the Amazon lady in the bedroom. I've Mm -hmm. got the Apple lady in the living room. Um, And I've got the Google in the master bathroom hanging on a nail outside my shower. And I use it to play podcasts when I'm in the shower. Um, The Google outside the shower. Okay, right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, all that being said, I would like to unify my tube lady situation. And I don't know... If I should double back down on the Amazon lady or switch to the Google lady, seems mm-hmm. like the Google lady is better and mm-hmm. the Amazon lady is always trying to sell me something.
2: Hmm. I
0: mean, like, the, Am- the Amazon lady has uh, her name's Allegra, I believe. hmm. And she, um, has the most like integration-y stuff. Like it's the most, there's the most like, um, home automation-y stuff out there for yeah allegra um so mm-hmm. if i had to double down on a lady in the tube <laughs> it would it would be her <laughs> don't we all <laughs> so she would be the one
1: um yeah yep that's what i would do the the problem is that like i i really wish there was like a way to pay some amount of money a month to never have her recommend an amazon service to me after answering mm. my question yeah i guess i've never experience that so dude it feels like every fifth time i ask it the weather yeah it says like would you like me to create an automated smart schedule for your laundry that integrates with whatever like company they just bought you know it's like oh we just bought like a laundry company like yeah whatever it's brutal the other and it makes this boodoom sound when it like mm-hmm. gets a notification and then you have to ask it like what is the notification and mm-hmm. it turns yellow when it has a notification okay so like i'm chilling i'm in the bedroom it goes bootoom i'm like hey lady in the tube like what is my recommendation or what is my uh notification and it's like you do recently you- bought this thing on amazon do you want to make that a recurring order Oh my I was gosh, like, you can on. get the fuck out of my house yeah, right, right now. Like, <laughs>
2: just leave.
0: <laughs> you smacked it off the table. Um, yeah, I was
2: like, absolutely not. Never it do this. It automatically
0: calls the police. Um, yeah. Is there a disturbance here? <laughs> we got a report from a battered woman in a tube.
2: A uh, battered lady <laughs> in a tube.
1: Um, anyway, Daniel, it's bad news bears. I don't like it. That is bad news bears. We live in dark times.
0: Um, we do like I got dark that, that TV yesterday that, you know, that Sony TV thing and set mm-hmm. it up. And by the way, it's like a really nice TV. It's the nicest TV by a long shot that I mean, OK, we own one TV and have owned one forever. Um, So it's really big and it's really thin and it's like a lot of like pixels and stuff and colors and stuff. Yeah. OK.
1: And dope by all metrics. Yes.
0: I think it's too big for the room. Honestly, like I think it's just like looks ridiculous because it's so big. Um, you'll get used to it you think so i feel yeah, like probably like it looks weird like you how walk big? in and you're like oh they just watch sports and play video games all day and never hold conversations how big 65 inches which is not that's, overwhelmingly big. that's how big mine is i think a lot of people's are 65 inches it's a small room i think it's a
1: good size
0: i don't I know i have a small room too but i think it needs to be 55 yeah so i'm thinking when i think I'm gonna return is it in a corner
1: or is it on a wall
0: on a wall it's gonna be on a wall yeah it's not i think ag-
1: you'll just ignore yeah, it maybe
0: i don't know i was really into the frame the San- samsung frame dude me too yeah listen to it. it's
1: so expensive
0: so expensive and they're garbage tvs they're junk it's a shame isn't it it is you're paying twice as much but dude the thing about the frame have we talked about this on the show because we need to the samsung frame okay for the listener it's a TV that's super thin and it looks like a picture frame
1: and you put it on a wall and it's flush. If someone flush. would put one of those LG OLED panels I in a frame and just make it like dumb. Right. You know? Dude. I would pay. They would kill. A lot of money. They would kill. So
0: this, this frame is super nice because it's like the thinnest thing in the world and it has a nice like modern frame. And it looks like a picture frame and you can like change. The and frame. it
1: has a screen saver that actually plays paintings.
0: Right. And it looks like a painting. Like it really does. Yeah. I was like, no way. Like it's not e-ink or anything. It's just like a screen that's backlit. But it really does look good.
1: No, they have like a matte finish or something. Yeah, you can change really your matte,
0: you know. Oh, they have a matte finish, right? Yeah, but they do also have like picture mats, you know, <laughs> that look mm-hmm. pretty realistic. So yeah, so we like did it and it looks great um the picture quality is not that good and especially mm-hmm. if you get the big one it's like sucks like terribly mm-hmm. um but the coolest thing ever about this that every tv should do how do they make it so hoot scoot and thin the actual like guts of the tv are in a or separate in the box TV. yeah genius and this tiny little wire is the only thing that goes to it's just like a monitor it's this tiny wire mm-hmm. that goes to your tv so you put this on the wall And you just punch a hole the size of a pencil in your wall and run this wire down. One wire. It has power, has everything. And then the big box is where there are all the HDMI ports and everything are. It's like, why is every TV not like that?
1: Well, and like if we lived in a world that was good instead of bad. Right. Then they could make the box upgradable.
0: Oh, like, uh, yeah, the hardware upgradable meaning.
1: Well, yeah, because like the wire is detachable from the box, right?
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, just so, like, like swap that box. So they
1: could just sell you like a new a ba- box. Yeah, come for, on. Right. That's what. But we up, don't live bro. in a good world. We live in a bad, bad. world. So that so will never bad.
2: happen. Yeah. Right.
1: It is. But bad. But if we lived in a good world, that plug would be a universal standard, and then you could buy a box from oh Apple gosh. or a box from Dude Roku or whoever, and just plug it in.
0: We got to do that, bro. Yeah, make but company. it will never happen because we live in a
1: bad world full of bad, greedy companies. Yeah.
0: So this frame is bad and greedy because you can't just like easily load your own images on it, and they try to force you in a subscription to buy their art. And I know, <laughs> dude, you think, it doesn't even feel like a TV. You can't like do anything it's on the fucking it. Fucking hell, world the... we live in. Dude. I know, like what happened in the days? Is... Everything's a oh. goddamn
1: subscription service oh. or a fucking. Right. The even number like of products, video tutorials the products about that have the just code... made worse. As cash grabs is insane.
0: Yep. Like if you're gonna offer premium videos about your web framework, don't make a subscription for it. It's just a cash grab, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't sure. do that. <laughs> so, so this TV that we just got—I'm not naming any names—but <laughs> if you're going to Please make don't. a really, like a really sort of technical and in-depth mm. uh, package okay right right and then you're gonna release multiple versions of it Yep. don't delete things from the docs that used to be in the <laughs> docs for older versions oh. and then put them in a 129 twenty nine dollar paid course um like you can make a course i don't care if you make a course wait. don't delete shit from the docs <laughs> and put it in a course you're uh are you referring to me no, I thought we
0: were at first as a joke, but now I'm like, no, dude, we I didn't were at do that. first <laughs> as a joke,
1: but now I'm talking seriously about oh, someone. Seriously. and They're probably listening. What are you doing?
0: Interesting. Removing stuff from the docs. Don't do and putting that. It
1: behind a paywall, huh? Yeah. Yep. P- dude, it is fun. Like, I mean, okay, yeah. There's shit that was in the docs in version four that is not in the docs in version six, and it but it is advertised as content in the paid course. I can't That's all even I'm saying. Think
0: of what is on version six we someone would use or i'm not naming any show made this i'm not
1: naming any names i'm reaching out to you directly person
0: (laughs) all right well you know who you are listen to daniel yeah let me be your conscience
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so daniel this tv that i set up yesterday Uh i just wanted to, to confirm that yes we do live in dark times and i went through like the longest wizard ever of like uh oh sign in with google it's google tv and i'm like okay so the sony tv is google tv and it's apparently you know they like seriously pressure you oh dude we still had the zoom call going i did um they seriously pressure you you know into like all right well if you don't add your google account you're not gonna be able to use basically any app like there's no you can't do netflix or anything and i'm like all right screw you so all right okay google tv let's do it and then 20 other products. Seriously. And then you get to Google TV and they're like, Oh, what other uh, apps subscription services do you have? And you click a bunch and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, they're going to make this process like easier for me somehow to log into the 50, you know, subscription services. And that's what they're doing here. And I'm like clicking ones like Hulu, Disney plus get down and there's there's no Netflix. I'm like, what? Like, Oh man, there's no Netflix on this list, but then Netflix is on the remote control. So I'm like, all right, well, it must be in the TV somewhere. So Guess I'll
1: press this button and see what happens. Right.
0: But like every other screen is like, can we send your data to like improve the product and maybe send you advertising and marketing content? <laughs> Dude. And then I get to this like this random company. It's called something. Something TV that it's like, again, super like dark pattern pressures you into allowing it to track your habits so that you get ads that are more relevant to you which is like obvious, but, but in their messaging and it's like a weird company, you've never heard of it in their messaging. When you go to click no, they're like, Hey, we're going to send you the same amount of ads. You're not going to see fewer ads. They're just going to be not relevant to you. And they scare you with showing you ads that you don't want. Like they're showing me like new girl, no offense, people like new girl and other like shows. And I just like pictured this world where, where I'm just being fed
1: garbage yeah were they're like gaslighting you by showing you the worst ads that, right they actually are tracking you they're just showing you ads yeah you that's hate. What they're gonna they do. know that you hate until they until you allow them to show you ads that you like
0: but then like and I, okay this is purely coincidence i'm sure when you when you like change the toggle to like all right you could track me it changed to like vikings of valhalla recommendation i'm like Whoa, well i'm i'm gonna be missing out on like new viking shows if i don't click yes so mm-hmm. anyway yeah dude dark times man talk Seriously, you can't just buy Dude, a TV honestly, anymore and like, plug stuff. How much in?
1: money? Gosh. Th- you know what is a company that d- definitely exists? You know how there's like shit that exists for rich people that you don't know about if you're not like super rich. Oh yeah, I know all about those. Like oh, uh, you know about the California license plate thing? No. There's this license plate that you can get in California. Apparently, that uh, you it's like a all black license plate. Oh, okay um and you have to donate like fifty thousand dollars to the fraternal order of police or something to get this license plate but if you get it you never get a ticket oh i mean really i mean not legally like that's not official right but every cop knows that you donated 50 grand to the fraternal order of police to get this license plate oh my gosh so if you have a lamborghini and you want to drive it and never get a ticket you just donate fifty grand to the FOP and you slap the black license plate on your Lamborghini and you never get a ticket. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. So anyway, shit like that. Yeah, shit like yeah. that that exists for rich people. That you can doesn't pay exist like thousands four of people. dollars
0: and skip all the lines at Disney. You know, that's like.
1: Yeah, exactly. I bet you anything. I bet you anything yeah. that there is some shadowy hmm. service oh. out there. Okay. That you can pay a $100,000. Yep. And they have worked out sweetheart deals with all the companies to just never show you an ad. Mm. Cause I can't imagine that there's that like people with all the resources in the world are tolerating. Are this. watching ads. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> see. Well like,
2: wa-
1: Yeah. You're right. There's no way. Um There's gotta be something in the some I'm sure card. it's called like I'm sure I'm sure it's called like invigorate or something. You oh, know? Okay, yeah. And it's like you get like a con- It's got concierge service. You get your like personal ad skipper. Okay. Anytime you see an ad, you get to like call him and call him a bitch or whatever. Right. You know, like it's it's yeah. just part of the service. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like a blood funny. boy. I I just was watching
0: uh, White Hot, the documentary about Abercrombie. I don't know if you caught uh-huh. it. It's pretty good uh-huh. on Netflix. It's very good, but um, like they're going through. The CEO of Abercrombie, Mike Jeffries, he has a, for the company Jet, there's like a 40-page manual for the crew on the Jet of how to behave and like how to respond to common things. Like if he asks you to do something, you say no problem. You don't say sure. You don't say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. A bunch of other refrains. Like you have to say like no problem. Um, Anyway, definitely not yes, sir. Um, If mm-hmm. you're eating... If they're eating cold a cold meal, if like he's eating a cold meal, the crew cannot be eating a hot meal. It has to be eating similarly a cold meal, which is dude, it's insane. But yeah, like that kind of like Mike Jeffries probably is in that
1: answer. I'm applying all of these rules to our podcast. (laughs) Like
0: if I'm drinking hot tea, you can't be drinking cold tea. Cold coconut water. Right. No coconut water. Yeah. Yeah. If I say how doon Hadun. You have to say Hadun back. Dune, good. You have to say Dune, good. Hadun to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yes. So that is TVs. It is dark times. That is rich people.
1: You're right, Daniel. You're right. Mm. Rich people. It is dark times. So yeah, I guess that's, I guess it's the Amazon lady in the tube. And then I guess I just have to, have to dig into the settings to figure out how many of these extra right. notifications I can turn off.
0: Dude... <sighs> Okay, good. Dude, we have more trivialities to cover. i so sorry. Uh, home Hit assistant. Uh huh. Garbo. I he, insanely amounts of regret doubling down on home assistant for my home automation. What is home assistant? Uh, it's like the turn your Raspberry Pi into like a home automation oh, server. Right, right, right. I recall I recall. thing, and it's all open source and everything.
1: You just gotta. I feel like you just gotta get ahead of it and do HomeKit, even though not everything supports it yet, and just know that you're gonna spend more money later. You think so? You think yeah. HomeKit's going to be the one? But you don't have an iPhone, do you? Oh, so that's the other triviality, buddy. That Did you get an iPhone? I have an iPhone, bro. Caleb, like, I welcome. I legitimately
0: have, like right here,
1: it is an iPhone 13 mini.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, you
1: got the mini. Charlotte has the mini. She loves it.
0: I think it's good. I don't know. I, I've like
1: never I had a, a cool phone size. bigger than this.
0: And But then I was in the Best Buy the other day buying the, the TV and was looking at the iphones and the normal size one is like oh this would be like premium you know to have this much screen real estate so i don't know but yeah, yeah. after years and years there's a of whole nother size above that right i
1: that's excessive i did see that yeah. that's a little wild. i've never had one of those yeah again. i don't know about that i like to think of myself as like a, a simple man
0: exactly yeah right um yeah but i paid cash for it and the phone service is visible, which is like Verizon Towers, but it's 25 bucks a month for unlimited everything, no taxes or fees. Um, so that's great. Sick. Yeah. So if anybody's looking to get that. save some loot, you get leftover bandwidth, so it's not as good as like Verizon bandwidth, you know? What like does that mean? If, if you're in like oh, a crowded like place and stuff. Like, yeah, you're deprioritized. Um, so it's I'm not... All of that. No, you you wouldn't. It's not for you. It's for people like... It's for people willing to deal with like it's really annoying things. Cities.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't live in a city. Well, you but you live in a so it's for people who don't live in the mountains, is what I mean by that. Probably because like yes. where I live, right? Like, You're just losing service constantly. It's just losing service constantly. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You like you have to have Verizon just to sometimes have service. Yeah. Everything else is like right untenable. Yep.
0: Yeah, we camped growing up. At we had like a camper at a thing and everybody had Verizon like it's like the best marketing like if you camp there you have Verizon eventually if you don't you will Mm -hmm. switch to it because nothing else works unless you go to the top of a hill and like hold your phone up and pour water over your head or something genius yeah so I have an iPhone
1: and I have to say
0: I don't love it as much as I thought I would Daniel
1: dude have you made a shortcut yet
0: no but I have that app
1: have not um, made a shortcut? Do no. you have to? You must have to show like vaccine proof to go places sometimes, right?
0: No, the only place I've ever done that was at IKEA in Canada.
1: Oh, weird! Or going to um, Canada, so so I have a I have a shortcut on my home screen. Yeah, this is actually from when we went to San Francisco because you had to show it everywhere when you were in San Francisco. Oh, really? Um, because they smell their. It's own farts? just a picture. It's a picture. It's like the you get to choose an icon, so it's like a little syringe icon yeah on my home screen and you tap it and it just opens a screenshot of my vaccine record cool so it's just like little stuff like that where it's like shortcuts are really good for that type of stuff that'd be nice to do
0: for like license uh screenshots for the times where like you don't have your license on you Mm -hmm. and you need that that would be that would be good hey dude okay i'm hogging this whole episode can i tell you a super quick fun story about that so we went so mitch is really into billiards like that kind of pool and uh and so there's this pool hall somewhat nearby and it's really dope and it's cool and you go and you just buy like you know you pay by the hour and there's all these like tables and whatever and so him and a buddy invited my dad and i my dad is like just as close of friends with him and his buddy as i am so my dad actually got the invite while he was with me which i just think is funny and he's like hey mitch wants mitch is asking to play pool you want to go play pool So we go to this place and it's like a bar also, you can imagine the place. And there's this bouncer at the front at the door and he's huge, like huge and mean looking, like the most bouncery bouncer guy ever. And we get up to the door and he's like, can you see some ID? And, And I like pull out my ID and my dad's like, oh, I don't have my ID on me. And I'm like, oh man, he even like knew that he left his wallet, whatever. Okay. And the guy's like, sorry and uh and i'm like what and he's like he's like yeah my dad is like 60 he has like white black hair Uh i I don't understand and he like what do you think of this is this reasonable
1: um unless there is like some law that says you have to show id before entering a bar there is not
0: I think this is unreasonable, but this guy is like serious. Like we're not being dick about it. Yeah. And he he's like, he won't even look us in the eye. He didn't even look us in the eye once. It was insane. And I'm like, I'm standing there like, really? There's no I said, can we pull it up on his phone? And he's like, No. And it was just stonewall. And literally, like, Mitch and they're like right over there. We're just saying hi to him. Like, all right, well, I guess we're just gonna leave. And whatever. I ended up like calling how we get out there and i'm like there's no way this is happening you're 60 years old and you can't get into a freaking bar i'm like there's no way this is happening and i so whatever i called i'm like you know i'm gonna go around the bouncer so i called Mm -hmm. the bar and was like hey uh sorry um i'm with my dad and he's old and he can't get in this bar because whatever and they're like sorry it's a policy stonewall again i have to keep hopping i get to the manager and, st- and whatever eventually i convinced the manager to let us in and then we like do the walk of shame up to the like bouncer <laughs> who knows he's just been like overturned you know yeah. um anyway that's the story i just thought it was a funny story because like they it's literally crazy but the- my question to them was is this a law like is this an yeah. actual like no this is the policy of of pocketeers and i'm like all right well then Weird. but you send see this me old up the man chain right until here? I-, I know he's cr- he's decrepit he reeks of old man Skin is falling off, drooping everywhere.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, uh, yeah, dude, that sucks.
0: Yeah, we did get in though, so
1: hell yeah, right. hell yeah, you did. All right, but enough about me. Mm. <laughs> oh, damn. So I sold out of mint. Okay, nice, B- big development, big news. Um, you know that. So I, I... That. yeah, it was big mint. It was. There's been a lot of crazy, just craziness. So, I don't know if you're following Solana. There's an NFT called OK Bears. Are you familiar? mm Ian Landsman's profile picture right now is an OK Bear. OK. Um, OK Bears are the biggest NFT on Solana right now. Wow. Huge, most hyped mint, I think, ever on Solana. Wow. Um, tons and tons and tons of people came, came from ETH for okay bears like there's like a bunch of new eth people in solana right now because of okay bears okay anyway we delayed our launch by six days or something mm. mm-hmm. from the 20th to the 26th yep then on the 21st okay bears announces their mint date it is to the hour the exact same time as our mint oh my gosh um so it's us botheads versus the biggest most hyped mint of all time on solana and
0: you didn't change your date
1: no we'd already changed it once we're not going to change it again gosh you know
0: i'm astounded that you sold out now
1: the solana network gets hammered okay because everyone is trying to bot this mint like Mm -hmm. the amount of bot traffic is like insane um and then bots continued On the Solana network days after the mint. Like people just didn't turn off their bots or something. Mm -hmm. So they ended up bringing down the entire Solana network like two days after our mint. It was crazy. So the Solana network completely went offline for six hours Mm. because these bots from this OK Bears mint were still running and hitting a dead candy machine that was empty and just like DDoSing the network. Wow. Um, anyway so uh, the network was just like going down 75% of transactions were failing during our mint Mm. it was like it was crazy it was the most insane couple of days of like technical problems on solana ever and we somehow sold out during it i think there was a lot of like fomo mints from people who couldn't get okay bears Mm -hmm. and we're just like all right well this is the other kind of hot mint happening today so like let's do that Mm. but yeah it was wild
0: that is crazy. I didn't know about the bears. It was yep. insane. It went. So off.
1: anyway, we sold out the we sold out the mint. We um, it this was my test to see if I could go full time in Solana. Yep. Um, we made enough money we that I can go full time in Solana. Yep. For sure. So uh, I'm full time in Solana now. So anyway, we have this code base that has all. Wait, of can our I tools. just say
0: what Daniel's been up to for the people who yeah. don't follow? um daniel on discord i guess um daniel right. is like daniel is it's just kind of crazy if you join this botheads community this potheads community whatever you get in this discord you see the other world and like it's kind of a part of me is like i feel like this is a realization of a lot for you when i'm observing it i'm like this i, I feel like it's daniel's potential unleashed when i see it you know I mean, that's just my my take on it. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like he's putting out incredible tools and hustling like crazy and putting out like products and creating a product from scratch that like like solves a problem and works super well and is like clean and he's communicating about it and there's this huge following and everybody's like hanging on his every word and he's like tweeting out like or it's not tweet it's like instead of Twitter, it's this discord instead of Laravel, it's Solana instead of some like SaaS product for whatever it's, you know, this product. So I don't know, just on like on looking, it's like, Oh, Holy crap. Like it, I remember telling, you know, Papa Mumu like, yeah, like he's like this, I, like, tell, like, trust me, you're getting somebody who's like, you're going to have a better me. <laughs> like he'll be yeah. like, Oh, but I don't, and I'm like, dude, you don't want me. You're going to have a better me. And I think that's like such an understatement for what actually happened.
1: Um, so I, I think you're right in the sense of like it it is realizing like a bunch of potential for me yeah. because like it checks a lot of boxes for me. Right. So like one, like I'm the captain of my own ship. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like there's <laughs> no anyone else's agenda. There's no making money for somebody else. Yep. You know, that's like. It's it's our project. Yeah, we own it. We decide everything from the marketing to the messaging to the art to the code to everything. Like it's it's our project, you know? Yep. Like we just we control it completely. We can pivot, we can do whatever, right? And just being able to turn those knobs and see results. Yep. Like the more levers you give me, hmm. like I will start pulling levers and seeing what happens, you know? And so like that was like Going freelance was, like, a huge upgrade for me because it gave me more levers to pull. Right. Right? But, like, this is just infinite levers. Yep. Like, I can just pull levers all day, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, there's all these metrics to measure my levers by, whether that's, like, the number of people talking Mm -hmm. in our Discord or, like, the floor price or, you know, whatever. Like, there's all these different things where I'm like, hmm, today I want to optimize for this metric. Mm -hmm. Like, what levers do I need to pull, Mm -hmm. you know? So, that's so fun. I'm having a blast doing that. Um, the Sick. community is amazing. Like our community is like so posy vibes only. Mm-hmm. Like just like super friendly, super chill. Um, like our old potheads people, like I gave them like a big pep talk before we opened the whitelist mm. and I was like, There's gonna be a bunch of crazy, psychotic flipper people yeah. who are joining soon. Like don't let them take Hold over. down the fort. Yeah. Like, you guys are the ones who you're all cool. Like, yep. So when they come, you make them cool. You don't let them make you shitty. Right. Right. Yep. So anyway, it's been great. They've been doing it. So everyone who's been joining is like super cool. If anyone's a dick, like they just get fucking shut down by the community, which is great. Yep. So it's been super good vibes.
0: That's yeah. dope. I don't know, dude. I feel like overnight, you just like became all the things you should have become you know and yeah, it, not, i mean you know like not it, that you it, weren't like successful in a bunch of ways but it's just like all of these ways i don't know you know what no, I'm and saying? also
1: the other thing too is like like i'm really bad at running things by myself and mm. having papa yeah he's so important right. to me is he because the, like like i'm trying to find a ying for my yang i'm you know but you, you don't have the same needs that i have like but, uh, you similar. might need more programming
2: mm.
0: you,
1: like you might you're going to need a developer
0: no i need i feel like i need uh, somebody to counteract my adhd tendencies you need a dan sheets sure but honestly a papa mumu yeah,
1: yeah you need a papa mumu
0: like he well, he's a great one. example of somebody who is like and i assume this is what you're saying and maybe Hired maybe not dude I know. Well, I actually i have uh yeah. I have the yin the yin for my yang uh, lined yeah. up here, um, and we we sure. all know him, and he listens to the show. And I don't know. I guess it's not a secret. I mean, I'm whatever. I I I partnered with Jason Beggs on the Alpine components, yeah. And so I'm trying to partner with Jason Beggs on more stuff, um, uh-huh. because I think he is that yin this is the most my, organized person in the world exactly extremely organized extremely thorough and steady. follow through steady right all the things that um <laughs> are really helpful to counteract is not the right word um to fill in the gaps <laughs> of you know of me as yeah. a as a person building something um is that what you're saying like doing something yeah, your, own, no, well, that, on your own and person. also
1: just like the tasks that i don't like doing mm-hmm. like He's able to just take them and like Mm. take care of them. Nice. Like he just built out a whole fucking wiki on Uh. Gitbook explaining the whole ecosystem and how it all ties together and Mm -hmm. where the revenue split goes and how the growing mechanic works and all this shit. Yep. That like I've answered these questions 70 times in Discord. Of course it makes sense for us to have a fucking wiki like, you know. Right. But like he just like did it. You know, and I was never going to do that in a million years. I would have answered those questions over and over and over again in Discord until until I eventually like wrote up a shitty explainer and made a slash command for it or something. Uh You know, but like he's like, I'm just going to go make like a fucking documentation for this. You know, and so anyway, those are things where it's like it's a joy to have someone or like I got a DM from like a pretty hype or we got a DM from like a pretty hype project. You know. Yeah, And it, they want to do, like, a whitelist. They want to give us whitelist for our holders yeah. for their upcoming Mint. And it's, like, a good opportunity or whatever. But, like, the idea of, like, going back and forth in DMs with these people over whatever time zone span we're on for the next three days in order to make this happen. And creating a Google form to collect, what you know, all that shit. Yeah. Like, I hate that shit. So I would just, like, let this opportunity slip whereas like it's like a good thing for a holder is it boosts morale like all this you know it's a good thing yep so i just took a screenshot of the dm says the papa said can you handle nice. this and yep. he's handling it, you know like yeah just having someone who's like for anything non-tech related like yeah. he's the guy right it's so good yep yep that is that is nice
0: and that that is sort of what i'm finding with Jason, except he can program, which is really nice,
1: right. That too. yeah. that um, would be sick if could program
0: right. I know that would be really nice. <laughs> that would be so cool, right. But that, yeah, that's um a thought I just had, like in some ways, you know, like obviously, in a bunch of ways, the nft community is way more way less like pure than the open source community because it's like money totally. and hype driven, right? But Mm -hmm. in some ways, it is more pure. Like, this, the whole concept of the Discord community and the things you're describing with, like, making a... I don't know. There's an energy around it. Like, I'm just going to say with the Bothead project or whatever. There's, like, the community and the problems being solved. It's hard to say how, like... Let's just say if LiveWire was like that. Like, what if LiveWire Mm -hmm. was just a Discord and, like, everything I ever said... Like a closed community. I say things on Twitter to the broader tech world. But what if everything I ever said was in an announcements channel on Discord, you know? And, right. And all discourse happened in the chat. And then there were
1: all these other, you know, like... And the, Twitter spaces are a huge part of it, too. Okay.
0: Yeah. I've been... I never listened to one of yours, but I've seen you announce them and stuff. Um, but right. Yeah. Like this sort Twitter of... spaces. Uh,
1: you want to talk about levers we can pull? Like, we we can drive our floor price purely off of twitter spaces hmm. like it's crazy like every big spike we've had in floor price immediately followed me and papa getting onto twitter spaces like so is twitter space
2: well. yeah it's you, just both, like a you both are
0: like performers podcast. actually which is really funny yeah
1: yeah. yeah. that is it's actually just a podcast crazy. like live streamed on twitter
0: right okay do you have a good dynamic with him
1: yeah super good we-
0: Okay. But like I mean like a performative dynamic like uh Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We play off each other great. It's a whole okay. thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that would be very interesting cuz he's a super creative, super like you know, I don't know, similar to you. Like you both mm-hmm. um you know. No,
1: he's got like a very like polished media trained vibe. Okay. Yeah. And then like I'm like a little bit more like loose cannon whatever, you know. Right, right, right.
0: Um okay, so Twitter spaces so I could just like we could do this on a Twitter Space.
1: We could do the show on a Twitter Spaces, yeah. We should do that. Although we although we couldn't because of we don't do the Twitter show. being stupid. Oh, you can wow. only do you can only speak on Twitter Spaces on mobile. Oh. Oh. So like the microphone integration does not exist for the desktop Twitter, only for mobile.
0: Okay. What is the um what is what what is this twitter spaces is, is the what what was that startup that app that everybody was on for a minute and then nobody was on
1: um periscope or per- was it Periscope? no 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 clubhouse, clubhouse
0: clubhouse so this is clubhouse yeah it's clubhouse it's
1: just twitter okay interesting yeah it's dope it's really yeah, useful cool. um hmm. it notifies everyone who follows you when you are s- like promoted as a speaker in a twitter space yeah so like if you get a guest on who has a lot of followers like you're getting big reach yeah. you know and so anyway it's a staple of the nft community like gotcha. it's like one of the best marketing channels you can have interesting yeah mm. yeah like before our mint we got interviewed on the monkey dow uh there's a monkey mondays twitter okay. space where they just interview the founders of a project mm. and we're, so it's Monkey Dow. There's hundred and fifty people from the Monkey Dow community just sitting yeah. in a Twitter space listening to us. And it's recorded, so then people are coming to the tweet later and finding it. Mm. You know, so like who knows how many like actual impressions we got, but like it was a lot of actual impressions. Yeah. Just from like guesting on this Twitter space. And then like yesterday or the day before, we got interviewed by the Pumas, which is like another sort of small DAO that has like a really dope Twitter spaces. So mm. Anyway, just like showing up on people's Twitter spaces and I went on Big Brain's Twitter space like before, uh, before right before Mint and pitched the Mint on his like, oh, wow. he has like a new Mint's Twitter space yeah. where he'll invite you up. You have three minutes to pitch your Mint. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah. Um, and so like all that stuff, like just get, it's just an opportunity to get in front of people and like. Interesting. To have them hear your voice and your excitement and your, mm-hmm. you know, energy level. So mm. anyway, it's cool.
0: Interesting, yeah. There's a lot, um, a lot to take away from, I don't know, NFT communities, and how how they yeah. operate on specifically. They're using tools beating in really interesting ways. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It would be fascinating if because all these open source discords, I mean, they have their a life of their own, but they're not what an NFT they're Discord dead, is. Dude. They're dead. Um, Although
1: you know who has a fucking good Discord? Let me tell you. Tell me who. Adonis JS. Ah, Segway segue so the the tools so we're building these tools so there's like three main tools right there's whitelist management tool which is for like so the whitelist is like before a mint like you like you guarantee that certain people will be able to mint basically um and so it's like a competitive process anyway it's a super manual process we're automating it it's good then there's like discord holder verification so you connect your wallet you connect your discord we give you special roles if you hold the right nfts Uh, And then there's, like, a sales bot, which is, like, just a Discord bot that posts every time something gets sold, right? So, those are, like, our three main tools that we're, like, launching with. Um, And uh, we have code for all of them. They all work. Um, But there's, like, scaling things that are an issue um, because we're currently hosted on Vercel. And, like, there's just stuff where it's, like, hey, we need to keep this database in sync with the blockchain, um that's all fine and dandy when you're talking about like three to four thousand nfts which is what we're talking about right now for potheads and bothead combined yeah right um but if you start bringing on like 20 different collections that's crazy like you're starting to talk about tens of thousands of nfts um and Vercel doesn't have cron jobs Mm -hmm. right and Vercel doesn't have long running processes So your maximum execution time on Vercel is 60 seconds. If you pay, right? It's a lot less for. I have paid, but yes, it's maximum execution time is 60 seconds. That's a long time. Um, And if you need to refresh, like no matter what, like you're going to hit a point where you can't refresh all of the NFTs that you need to keep track of in 60 seconds. Yeah right with like slow solana network things and yeah you have to keep your maximum number of network requests down or else Mm. Vercel hits another problem which is like an em file error which is like a linux error when you have too many files open and technically a network request is a file in oh boy linux yeah um so like you basically can only be making like a 100 network requests at a time um to play it safe it's not a hundred. I mean, but like it's That's, less than two thousand. Yeah, okay. So I'm keeping it at a hundred just to be safe. But like That's not regardless, a lot at it's all. like regardless, like you can't you can't like just queue up all these network requests and just like let, let it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've built like this queuing system and like all this other stuff to like try and fit all of this work into these this amount of time. But yeah. even then I'm like, well I'm gonna have to start batching these, you know? and yep. doing it over multiple network requests yeah, course, and like yeah. all this stuff because sounds like, you need laravel. sounds like you need a server with a website on it yeah <laughs> so um so anyway i've made the jump and we're in the middle of we meaning i've also hired somebody part-time um but we've mo- we're making the jump to adonis js um which is laravel written in node with some extra typescript sprinkles okay um so there's like some very cool shit i'm less than a week into adonis Mm -hmm. um i am having a goddamn blast it's so fun i don't know whether it's just because like it's refreshing to feel like i'm back in laravel right um or like I'm definitely feeling like the warm embrace of the Almighty Monolith right mm, now. Yeah, like I'm just feeling like yeah. welcomed home to the Monolith land. That's great. But also like there's just cool stuff. Like they use Symphony Encore instead of Mix okay. for all of their like front end asset stuff. Hmm. And I think they're switching to Vee soon, um, okay. or doing something with Vee soon. He yeah. said. Um, but anyway, Encore is so nice like Hmm. the config for it is so nice like there's just like a lot of cool okay good vibes so Um,
0: i don't know i I really like it the story is that daniel if you didn't catch tweeted a while ago like how miserable he is with like next or you know any like all these other things he's like this is like ridiculous i'm just longing for my my laravel days and then a bunch of people were like dude try adonis and yeah, and so I I looked at Adonis just even the docs and was like, oh wow, this is
1: they it's copied so robust, Laravel. Dude. <laughs> like they, I was like, well, I knew that Adonis existed for yeah. years, like, and yeah, I knew that they were over sure. there like copying Laravel. I didn't in, know that in JavaScript or whatever. I didn't know that it was just but, like, Laravel for JavaScript. But there's it is. so much active development going on, mm. and like it's just getting more and more robust. And like they have Ace, which is their version of Artisan, mm. and it has like all the stuff you want. Cool, like. The only thing they didn't have uh, oh and this is great i'm also getting like a little bit of like uh special treatment i feel like because i asked for something and like it's getting implemented today Hmm. um but like uh the only thing they didn't have was like a make factory command okay and like it's just muscle memory for me to like make factory as soon as i make a model yep um so anyway they're they're building it for me thank you uh but uh but anyway it's amazing i'm having a blast like it's so fun all the stuff you love about laravel is there it's got an ioc container it's got like a routes file there's an and ioc container
0: and... work in javascript
1: you just i haven't even gotten there yet i haven't had to bind anything i guess you
0: can just reference a class
1: yeah or something oh, no and yeah there's like bindings and like right. i don't exactly understand really? how it's working
2: Hmm. And I like, guess the what way I was their imports thinking work... about
0: how does like dependency injection work. I guess I could see how a container works, yeah. but go on.
1: Anyway, it's it's crazy. Oh, yeah, so for they also have like a bunch of like typescript um what is it called? Schmeckles? Type Oh, it's not called type clobbering, but that's what's coming to my head. Uh it's like type mashing or something. I don't know anything about types. Where it's basically like it's like it's like monkey patching types okay or whatever yeah yeah so they have like a bunch of documentation oh, on like cool. how to use that to do different things mm-hmm. which is pretty cool because like type there's not like native like uh traits like there's no traits in typescript okay yeah but like you would want it so they have this helper this compose helper okay which is really cool that lets you compose a class out of other classes or compose a type out of other types oh um so you can basically write all of the things you would put in traits in classes and mm-hmm. then just compose something out of all of them okay so anyway there's like some cool typescript goodness yeah, that they're doing i did a blog post once about like how do you
0: do traits in javascript because i like needed yeah so like
1: them. the way to do it is but you have to do this nesting shit where like you like compose one out of the other out of the other out okay. of the other and then you have to like make this weird nested tree structure all right so they just made this compose helper function that lets you do them all on one level yeah. and then they do that behind the scenes. That's nice. Which is sexy. Yeah, it's cool. Right. Anyway, right. they have good taste. Yeah. Right? Cool. Because even the places where like they can't do the thing that Laravel does because it's not PHP. Right. They're coming up with like a tasteful good solution. Mm. You know? Yep. So I don't know. I think I think it's good. Who
0: are these creators and were they Laravel developers?
1: Um y- I mean th- they must have been to right. well the the creator is a no plans to merge listener so no way yep come on so there's that Josh and me um his name is I'm gonna uh Harminder Verk is his name Harminder Verk. Huh? um I think he's from India um okay. anyway he's great super cool good vibes uh has tolerated me asking some Ooh. stupid questions in discord yeah cool all right. I've been sent links to the documentation three times now. Ha when I asked a question. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's great. Wow. Yeah.
0: All right. Well go check out Adonis.js if you're in node. Dude, if you um,
1: if you basically it's like nice. yeah, if you need to nice write JavaScript on the back end for some reason, yeah, like this is the way to do it, I feel like. I mean, listen, nothing's in production yet, so take all this with a grain of salt, right? like yeah you never know it might all fall apart in production or something but right the the feeling of writing the code feels really good yep dope
0: sweet yeah yeah JS, huh having uh-huh. a blast
2: Having a. Blessed.
1: oh and also yeah I, I like alluded to this but i hired len woodward yep for 10 to 15 hours a week to kind of like help me sweet um on this and like the first so my first day writing adonis was also my first day like working with him so like Mm -hmm. step one of like our working together was like let's fucking learn adonis huh yeah cool and so it's cool so we've got like a little markdown file called gripes.md oh which is like all of the little things that are like nice to have things that we wish were in adonis just like little stuff like ace doesn't have autocomplete but artisan does Mm. um Little stuff like that where it's like, oh, it'd be nice to be able to have, have like, tab yeah. completion here. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, we're just, like, it's fun. We're, like, working together, learning Adonis, mm-hmm. figuring shit out. Dope, dude. It's pretty cool. Dope, dope. Um, Daniel. Dope, d-
0: cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I'm doing a live, a building liveware from scratch, Layercast series. Mm-hmm. And, which has been pretty interesting and pretty fun. And I'm, I wonder... I don't know. It's hard to gauge something like that. It's hard to know how interesting it is to people or how high level or low level it is, I guess. Um, yeah. So whatever. I'm not really saying anything. I'm just really curious to to hear if people actually think it's like, like oh, this is over my head. Or like, oh, it's so nice to see it like, clearly that out. Or you're going too slow or you're going too fast. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's coming out. And why did I say that? Oh, uh, I don't know. Whatever. There's just... I'm feeling like a new wave for livewire you know
1: good because you were a little burned out
0: yeah i think i think so um but it's it's happening you know it, it's been cooking forever and i've been saying that forever but it's, like i
1: remember i remember you being kind of sick of livewire a couple months ago i don't know about a couple months ago but
0: yeah i mean i'm definitely while like back. because yeah. livewire's core is so complex you know mm-hmm. like just because the tool is so complex that working on Alpine always feels like a breath of fresh air because it's so, so much more slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, there was a time where working on Alpine felt not good because it wasn't architected properly. Um, and I guess like I need to achieve that with live wire and I don't know how, like it's not as straightforward, you know, but I'm going to keep I chasing it.
1: Building it from scratch on it, a video
0: series will help. It does help. It definitely does. It helps to at least codify the concepts um, I'm really
1: excited for building Livewire from scratch version two. That you're going to have to do in a year when you completely write Livewire again because well, of all honestly, the discoveries you made making the first screencast series.
0: Well, the screencast series, I chose to not rebuild it the way that it's currently built. So oh, cool.
1: Um, like I, so you actually rebuilt something that doesn't exist. Yes,
0: but hell yeah, it is. You know, but I like at the end I tie it together with like, well, let me walk you through the code we just wrote. And then show you the real Livewire code, and it's totally analogous. Like all mm-hmm. the pieces are in place, but it's almost no like I can't write Livewire in one layer cast series the way it's written. Even if I left right, out yeah. most of the features, it would be way too much. It would
2: yeah. be way well, too it's much. It's taking
1: you years. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yes. Um, even just yeah. It, so I mean, I, I I guess the approach that I took with the series was one JavaScript file, one PHP file. So that just to keep the overhead as low as possible for your brain when you're watching me you build this thing is like if you're in php you're in livewire.php or i mean there is a routes file but outside of the routes file that does like the tiniest bit of of cajoling you know request stuff it's like you're in livewire.php or you're in livewire.js and these are the only two files one handles the back end one handles the front end and that's why it's architected differently it's not like mm-hmm. there's no service provider. There's no, you know, it's not like, um, yeah, it's it's much more experimental and and minimal. But okay, so the fun, here's the fun bit. We built the whole thing. And I will say that it's like, t- doesn't take that long to get a working version of LiveWire using Alpine.Morph. You now have like an insanely powerful framework because right, you right. just use Alpine.Morph.
1: you can just kind of hand wave away all the complicated You can hand stuff. wave
0: away the most complicated part and it'll handle like it'll you can just use alpine in it perfectly fine and that was like you know these are all huge bits
1: of whatever so oh, yeah. dude i can't wait until someone makes a, an open source package called like you know like Funwire or whatever you know
0: yeah that's like a the lightweight version of liveware
1: yeah it'll be like the lightweight version of liveware right good luck to whoever
0: attempts that um i'm not finished taking uh parts of liveware and making them less complex. Um, so they'll still have a fun time doing that. But yeah, um, Daniel Colborne. So we get through the whole series. And what are you laughing at? Just My us. Reaction. We're funny.
1: We're funny people. You think so? No, keep going. Um,
0: okay. So get through the whole thing. And then there's the episode where we hack it. And it's just really fun because I really didn't alley-oop anything. Like I really genuinely just like got to that episode and was like, all right, how are we going to hack this thing when I was planning it? And it's like the easiest thing to hack ever, which I knew it would be, but it was so convenient that like, it takes two seconds to basically uh, change anything in the database with the liveware implementation we have, which is like, I don't know. It was a pretty fun. um, I don't know. I I hope it, the people watching it are be like, Oh wow. Like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hope I scared people. Into like caring about, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to scare people into using Livewire because Livewire covers those bases, and I sh- and we implement some of the basic features, security features in Livewire mm-hmm. to show you. It it at least helped remind me of the security behind Livewire and how like you know. But anyway, um, it's a fun series. It's a fun series. It sounds super fun. I'm excited for it. I think it's. I think yeah. it's fun.
1: Well, and like even if. Th- like you were worried about like if people would think it was over their head or whatever but like even if like it like it's just good for that to exist yeah
2: you know exactly
1: that's what i told jeffrey like it's kind of like how uh like when matt wrote his o'reilly book he would talk about like you know like Mm. it's just i just want there to be an o'reilly book for laravel right you know like i'm not gonna make enough money to justify writing this book but like there's value in like there being an o'reilly book for laravel yes you know and that is i think like there's value just from a framework completeness perspective of having like a full tear down out there like that's super of having a whole what tear down yes i I think really it's a build-up not a tear down but yeah
0: right i i want to i want this to exist so that i can just reference it to people like Like if I'm having a conversation, it's like, hey, let's not even talk about this before I know that you watched this video in that series, because Mm -hmm. then we can then I know we have a place of common ground like you understand. And now we can talk about the thing. Um, Yeah. And the Morphdom one, I mean, it really is a bear, um, but it's not a super bear. I don't know, dude. I don't know how to judge this stuff, but like being able to say, like, go watch the Morphdom video and then like now we can actually talk deeply about this topic,
1: you know, yeah, well and it, I mean it enables a level of maturity for the framework. Yes. That, it does uh, for sure. That because like it enables even if like even if there's only like whatever, even if only 30 people watched it, yeah. like having 30 people in your community with like that level of knowledge of the core and like yeah. what is going on in the core yep. is going to like for an open source project is going to like really magnify the amount of contributors right. and, you know ideally at least you know yeah. it's gonna at least magnify the number of possible contributors mm-hmm. you know yes so like yeah I think it that's should be really referenced
0: key. in the readme actually as like a hey before like in the contribution is it guide a free like course? step one
1: i don't know but word if it if it's not like whatever but yeah it doesn't matter it's it'd be useful to I you doubt if doubt it it's a
0: free course i don't i guess i don't know what jeffrey's move is with that if he's like thinking that this content will help him in six months just pay him whatever you have to or... pay him to
1: make it free. No. <laughs> I think that would be too much. Um yeah. in six months just feel like, yo, I got three grand for you to make this a free course.
0: I mean, I could totally get any content I want. I could I'm sure I could do that if I didn't accept money for the course. Um Right. Yeah. If I was just like, Hey, I'll do this for free if you make it free and I'm sure he would do yeah. that. But um but yeah, no, Papa's gotta eat, so
1: Mm-hmm. Um a got to eat yeah.
0: so anyway that's out there and so Daniel the other pitch this is the pitch that I want to make to the listener um, we're building up a okay trying out a new monetization strategy for the empire Talk and I am realizing you know like I'm going the way of the not I'm testing out the waters of going the way of the not sexy company based servicey stuff like not this but like one-on-one support well some of that but like a slack channel that you get premium support um your logo on the site which we already offer but um you know maybe like group calls like zoom calls like uh office hours um training maybe you know all these things that like view school you know view school kind of is doing this model um and a, a lot of software does this you know where mm-hmm. you monetize education and training for companies
1: yeah you build a services business around your exactly open source
0: yes and i've avoided that like the plague as we know
1: it doesn't scale
0: it does not scale well you know what it might scale but it doesn't scale with me it doesn't scale with you i'm not the person to make it scale so uh yeah so i'm sort of like trying to grow everything and have more money to hire more help and hire more designers and copywriters and stuff. Like, if I had unlimited money, I feel like there's a lot we could do. So I'm trying to get more money. And and this was... We just sort of realized, like, this is the best way. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just talking to companies, you know, that we think of. And people that we know. Like, hey, like, what can we do for you that would be valuable enough that you would pay us, like, 2500 a month? Um,
1: you know. So let, let Can I... Yeah. You don't have to answer this question if you don't want to. I probably do. How much money did alpine components make oh okay um so is it is it like because that's the other model is like the tailwind model right yeah right so and is that model not working for you
0: yeah i would say that it's not um i think it it will eventually it so so far in total it's made um and i think whatever i now that like another person is in on this it's like weirder to say numbers but this other person's Mm -hmm. pretty chill so um jason i hope you're cool with this (laughs) um but i think it's 160 total okay so far so uh 160 a lot of that was at the upstart and you know it is recurring revenue for sure but it's not like um it's not show stopping you know um so and i think i think that it can be and there's some moves we need to make um yeah there's definitely some moves we need to make and we plan on making them but of course the end game is having these all as liveware components that are just right off the shelf like like all right give me give me like everything i need to build an app and so i can just mm-hmm. snap my fingers alexa build me an app yeah that's the goal um and that's you know and it's funny because like i was talking to somebody else about this so, there's so many other people who are better suited to do this or are more able to do it um because like for me to do this i need livewire to support more things and be you know like it's like if i run across something somebody else might work around it where i'm like oh got to refactor the framework and put out a new release and (laughs) that's the thing with alpine components every time i come across something that's a little uggo, it's like all right well i'm gonna spend the next two weeks building that thing for alpine and releasing it and making that a whole separate endeavor um Mm -hmm. so whatever I'm slower going to the market because of that but i have the advantage of you know being the official thing being able
1: to fuck with the framework to yeah right work.
0: exactly yeah. so um so yeah so that's what alpine components has done does that surprise you is that more or less than you would think that sounds about right sounds about right yeah and i think it is like i think i'm happy with that for
1: sure it was totally worthwhile continues to be worthwhile and like i think also like this is something that can build over time in like a big way. Yes. Yep. Like and that uh, similar mm-hmm. to sort of bothead too, like but most NFTs make a lot of money up front and then don't make a lot of money later. Yeah. But like as far as like floor price and stuff for bothead, like our goal is like every time we write an NFT community management tool, which we're gonna write a lot of because we manage NFT communities. Yep. Like we're just gonna put it in bothead right mm, yeah so like the size and scale of this like thing as a software suite is just going to grow over time and so like the yep. potential value of getting it is increasing over time too you know and i think it's the same thing with alpine components it's like well if just if the size of the library increases right like if the size of the amount of things that you get access to by owning this is increasing over time like you're golden yeah
0: yeah. And that's, that's one goal with it. The, the, so, so I guess the thing I have in mind is like for me to grow, I'm still going to focus on these things, on alpha components and liveware, like all those things, even if, even if they're stalled out at times, like, you know, in my head, and if this hasn't been clear by my actions for the past three or four years, the way, you know, I, I work is like, I, I promise things and then leave them. And you'll be like, what? He said that he was going to do that. But I eventually do them <laughs> like almost always. I eventually do them. It just takes me forever and I will eventually return. But in my head, and I think this is like a fault of mine in my head, I'm already working on them because I'm thinking about them and making progress mentally. Right. And people just think that I abandon a thing, but I'm still thinking about that thing and I'm planning for it and whatever. In my, and so in my head, I'm satisfied. I'm like, oh, no, what? you? But on the outside, you'd be like, oh, he forgot about this thing, um, whatever. So, yeah. So I guess like the move right now is like, I don't see a way to scale revenue in a big way. Um, right now with this, with the offerings we have, basically, mm-hmm. um, I I want to play the long What's game. What's a big way things. to you, like ten x? Uh, I would like love for Livewire Empire to make a million a year. That that's my like my next goal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that's the goal. I mean, even five hundred thousand a year would be great, of course, obviously, but to me, it's like, I I feel like I want to at least take this thing to being a million dollar a year business with a couple people that you know, like realize it's full potential and maybe it's full potential mm-hmm. is, is far beyond that. But that to me seems like a realistic goal, um, based on the size of the community, the amount of dedication in the, you know, the users and the potential like innovation and whatnot. I feel like it's totally doable. Um, what do you think?
1: I think you can definitely get there. You just, like you say, you need to like, you need to, well, you didn't say this, but you kind of hinted at It's like, you need to focus on things that generate a lot of revenue and drop focus on things that don't generate a lot of revenue.
0: Yeah, I guess yes and no. There's I guess there's nothing that I'm going to drop focus on that doesn't generate a lot of revenue, though. You know? I would. Like what? What would you drop?
1: Uh, I don't know. But like... I only have uh, like, like two that, sources of revenue. When, it's Alpine Components and live But like, like when things surge. come up, I would... I would look at everything in right. terms of how much does this generate revenue. And if it, if the answer is not that much, I wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a tricky thing with like an open source project. Cause like most of it doesn't generate a lot of revenue, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. It's just like, make the thing as good as you can. And then eventually, you know, the world will come to you. That's sort of the theory, but, um, but yeah. Okay. So, so I guess the, the current thing is like the next place to look for revenue is companies using this thing who have needs you know and their Mm -hmm. needs unfortunately are my time (laughs) yeah you know but it's not just my time if you have like a live
1: wire agency or something
0: i know so yeah don't want that um because right like there are times where where it sort of goes towards that like that's what people want but people more want um support you know like Uh like uh being able to just call up caleb and be like Hey, I'm about to build this thing. What's the best architecture? What's the you know, just fielding questions, and so th- that's what we're sort of planning. We're experimenting with me and Jason Beggs. Jason Beggs will be doing a lot of the day to day stuff, um, but yeah. So yeah, so we're we're putting together like a pitch list, a pitch, you know, of like this is what we'll offer for how much, and then we talk to people, and then that changes that list and the prices change. But but we're headed somewhere around like our goal is to get. A handful of people at like 2500 bucks a month um and kind of start there slowly and see see how see what needs people actually have see um how much time it takes to service those people and if it's worth it or not um and then eventually like you know there's a few different moves like we started down the like let's charge five grand a month for like super you know high to provide like a lot of value to a few people um and like because you could easily make you know three like you could make 300 grand if you had five people doing that you know right um so anyway and then but then we're like well okay what if we had you know what if it was a thousand bucks a month we'd get a lot more i mean this is just pricing of course if it was a thousand bucks a month Mm -hmm. we would get a lot more people but we couldn't give them as much time right um so maybe we could offer something with less time and but those people have fewer expectations than somebody who pays five grand a month so maybe maybe right well sometimes not you're right (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's yeah. not always the case. The
1: cheapest clients are the ones that take the most work. I know.
0: So basically, here's the thing, Deke, is like, well, anybody listening to the show, if you work at a company or use LiveWire at a company or something, talk to your person. If you're not the person yourself and, you know, reach out. CalebWorzio at gmail.com. Just reach out um, because we're just trying to spin up like a few people, but we'll keep a backlog and like maybe we'll have like a wait list. Um, mm hmm to put people on if, if they want into this thing. But yeah, the idea is like you would get direct email support from probably Jason. Um, but if, you know, I will, I'll be talking to Jason. We'll probably do like a monthly call with everybody. You should do it in
1: discord. Yeah,
0: maybe. What do you mean? Oh, well, the problem with doing the service in discord is um, ha- like, I guess the way I picture it is if you have to email me for a question, you're going to prepare that question a little better. And then, It'll be less for me to consume. You'll have thought through it more. Then I can take time and address it and then come back to you with something more fleshed out. Where in Discord, I could see being sucked into little chat traps because it's so informal, you know, mm-hmm. and just like burning tons of time communicating. That's what so I'm picturing.
1: What I would say is don't do that. Okay. Um. But also like think of the all of the upsides of doing it in discord real quick before you just see the downsides. great upside okay you bring all of your paying clients into discord yeah right Yep. and then you make a channel for a role that is only your paying support clients okay and they can all talk to each other Mm -hmm. now you're building a community of all of the serious users of your tools Mm. and like they're all in this discord together so like They can ask each other questions. They can talk to each other about what they're doing. They can hire people. They can do all this stuff Mm -hmm. in your Discord because they're already there to get access to you. Yep. Right. So like all the stuff you're saying about how like wouldn't it be cool if Livewire's Discord was X Y and Z? Well, it's like you have to give them a reason to be in the Discord first. You know.
0: So what's the reason to be in the Discord? You're you're saying the support,
1: like because that's the channel for the support. Yeah, you're right. Like having it as a sidecar thing's not gonna fly. Right. And then you're aggregating like all of your most serious users in that discord channel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I guess the thing is I and maybe maybe I could. I definitely need to mess with discord to stop having like a zillion people who are in NFTs like messaging me junk all day. Um, Dude, my Discord's like broken your DMs (laughs) off. I thought I did at one point. Maybe I turned it back on because I needed to to have somebody DM me. Um but I just have this giant list of like random people who message me and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah so I suck at Discord. Quit, quit but, that. Alright, so maybe that's what needs to happen. I think the thing is here's a bummer. People want Slack. Because they're Tell companies and they're not gamers. Slack and is stuff. bad. But they want Slack. Do I do I force into Discord or do or do I just like let's do Slack?
2: what's better about
0: discord everything like so slack you can chat so it's got that you can Uh have like channels (laughs) and so it's got that um and what more do we need
1: oh there's so many things that you can do in discord uh so discord has like has all the audio stuff and video yeah audio has broadcasting so like twitter spaces basically exist in discord itself Mm -hmm. so like during our mint, we did, it's called a Discord Stages. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can basically create an audio channel, but only certain people can talk. Mm-hmm. And then other people can like raise their hand to be brought up. It's really good for like live events. Mm-hmm. So like during our mint, we just had okay. it up the entire time we were minting. And yeah. it was super cool. So, so you maybe, can do that Maybe this for is launches the or, for, yeah.
0: Maybe it's a closed community. Discord is the value. Well, is like-
1: you have an open community. So you let everyone in the channel, but there's like closed members only channels
0: oh so you think interesting so have like an actual make it the actual Livewire discord
1: yeah make it the Livewire discord but like have like a special section of the discord that you can only access if you're a paying member mm. right and then in there you do all kind and like so you would have like three tiers right so you would have like normal people then you would have github sponsors yep, and then you would have and like you gotta build some sort of authentication tool for GitHub sponsors, but it's easy. Okay. Um, having built it for NFTs, it's gonna be easier for GitHub sponsors. Right. Um the uh so you build the general population, you build the GitHub sponsors, and then you build the like super support customers, right? Right. And there's like three levels of it. Um each one has their own kind of like general channel, but like you also like. Have like an a special like announcements channel or like sneak peeks channel or whatever, and like you just every once in a while, like when you're thinking about something, you go in there and say like, hey, like here's the thing I'm thinking about. Like, what do people think about this? Like, yeah, stuff that you would normally take to Twitter with, probably. Right. Like you take it to Discord. Yeah. <laughs> and like you get engagement for your community that way, hmm. and then every once in a while you're like, hey, I'm like fucking with this problem i'm gonna hop in voice chat if anyone wants to like pair and work on it with me yeah like because you can screen share in discord too interesting yeah so like i think like if you want to build like a strong community Mm. Discord's the place and then also like people people love the roles and just having different colors next having their name in a different color that signifies that they're a special boy right so like if i have like a gold name in caleb's discord yeah i'm gonna talk in general chat more just because like right it you makes can, me like, feel like a cool boy crown. to talk to the peons right you know yeah, yeah. very interesting so,
0: like, so i think you should do it i guess the only concern i have the with that
1: downside is like corporate people are they going to use discord right
0: that is a question for sure but if it's the place they go to get their premium support they might why not it's yeah. just another app um and Discord is popular enough. Every open source project has a Discord. Like it's yeah. It's not like you only go to that for Livewire. Even if you do, you could easily throw on the Laravel channel, the uh, Tailwind channel.
1: There's 500 people online right now in the Adonis Discord.
0: Yeah, interesting. So I have I'm notorious for ignoring the Discords of both Alpine and Livewire, um, but and you know they exist. And how many people are on right now? We
1: also have a no place to merge
0: Discord. Oh, there is a sponsorship role even in the liveware Discord. So like a lot of this, this is hilarious. If certain people um, are listening, like Dan Heron is, you know, he's he's done a lot with Discord and there's a bunch of other people. But Dan Heron and Josh Hanley are the two people that I think of that, you know. Um, I do wonder if I like did this, would they be pissed off that I like stole their organic Discord? Or would they not be if super pumped that like the community is like, um, not if what,
1: not if you pay them a little money
0: to manage it or whatever,
1: yeah. Just uh, we pay our mods or we pay a mod,
0: yeah. How much do you pay?
1: Two hundred fifty bucks a week. Okay, yeah, that's pretty solid.
0: That's super solid. Two hundred fifty bucks a week, dude.
1: Thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay.
0: Interesting. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's like a decent amount of money for if somebody's like into that yeah, thing he, i mean he's our community already. manager so right and right,
1: dude speaking of like having like people who are good at things that i fucking shit at mm-hmm. one thing i'm real bad at is like setting shit up in the discord ui and all of that stuff like i'm so bad at that yeah yep so like if we need to do a giveaway contest and we need like someone to set up like a reaction bot where like reacting to this post gives you like enters you into a giveaway that you know whatever right like i'm just like hey cloudberry i want to do a giveaway can you make that happen yeah and he just does it yeah that's like dude worth every penny Mm. you know what i'm saying right like just to have that
2: Mm. okay yeah
0: so maybe this thing maybe the pitch is like we overhaul discord and yeah have sponsor roles and partner roles and we're trying to spin up the partner roles to be like you know, a first class offering, you can just like Mm -hmm. message me or I wonder if it, is it like, um, yeah. All right. So let's, so consider this, let's say that we have a bunch of people paying 2,500 a month and, but now like it's discord. So it's also open to the public and it's yes. And like, I might just want to just talk to random people for free, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and help people and whatnot. And then, I don't know. Is that weird? Does it feel no. like th- those $2,500 people like now we have to make sure that like they're getting more of, of our attention?
1: Well, that know? I mean, that's even if it wasn't all in the same channel, you would still be balancing that because you're helping people on Twitter and you're helping people. It feels
0: like a lot of attention to give. You know, like it doesn't I can't really picture paying attention to an entire community. You know, like there's already, I guess, like 600 people on the liveware one so well
1: so i mean this all dovetails nicely into like if it's not just you right right like so in this theoretical Mm. world like jason is involved and you're paying these discord moderators who are also knowledgeable about the ecosystem yeah and i would as soon as possible, merge the Livewire and Alpine discords. How do you do and that? Probably the no- what? How do you do that? How do you merge? Why? Them?
0: How? This is like a big business. Oh, I don't think you actually I can have. merge them. No, I know, but how do you merge them? Branding wise.
1: Oh, you just have different. Uh, oh, as far as like, how, what do you call the discord? Yeah.
0: Because when people refer to Livewire and Alpine as a whole, they say Tall Stack. You know.
1: Yeah, so you just make it the tall stack. But then
0: it's like, what about the T and what about the other L, you know? Yeah. Like I, that always kind of gets me because it's like, well, I'm not the tall stack owner. I'm the L stack, you know? (laughs) Um, so I wish there was, it's a branding problem. Choosing to separate the two is like beneficial in some ways. But harmful in other ways because I can't just easily, you know.
1: Yeah, you need like a Tailwind Labs. You need like an overarching entity. I know. And like, let's just say I made one. If it was called, how like long does it take for that brand to reach fruit girth
0: adoption? Labs or something? Then it's yeah. gonna like exact. Like who's gonna associate that and who's gonna know that? So it's really yeah. like probably needs to be called like Livewire Inc. I think I'd have to like choose one, like choose one to double down on and you know and would you
1: rename the other thing i don't think so i can't imagine to me what about like alpine by livewire maybe and you change all your logos and shit because like we're bothead by potheads right and that was the only way because we ran up against all the same stuff right. i was like yeah. do we make yeah. a new twitter do we make a new discord like, right and you just we kind of like, use we the have same to keep stuff, it all unified yeah and that's smart but yeah to do that. And that's, yeah. So that we just did buy, head by pie heads. We changed the name of everything to buy head by pie heads. I
0: guess the problem is there's a lot of Alpine users that aren't LiveWire people. There's Rails community users. There's just Alpine uh-huh. enthusiasts.
1: Phoenix. Yeah, so I think Alpine might have to be the overarching brand.
0: Yeah, that's an issue though, because
1: live... Ah, dude, it's tough. It's tough. Well, because LiveWire is also... Mm, p- I mean, not mostly, but like a huge chunk of LiveWire is Alpine.
0: Yes and no. I mean, right now, I kind of, because my brain has gone to that direction. Right now, like Alpine isn't included in LiveWire. Like there's a good amount of people that never even use Alpine. Alpine is one page in the docs of LiveWire.
1: No, 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 I know. But I mean, like under the hood, like Alpine Morph is like a huge part of LiveWire.
0: No. No. LiveWire doesn't use Alpine Morph. Oh, really? Yeah, LiveWire actually doesn't use any Alpine at all.
1: That's Um, crazy. I totally thought that Livewire was like powered by Alpine Morph now. No, we tried that and
0: there is a breaking change because of the algorithm I chose. Um, We've decided that it would cause too many issues um, for people and they would go, what the heck? Why is my app broken now? And we'd be like, it's broken because you're doing something wrong. And the algorithm that we or the tool we were using, let you do that wrong thing because, and it's actually bad. Um, but Mm -hmm. yeah, so it it basically, I mean, are you going
1: to do it at a major version
0: change or something? The next change. Right. Cause it, so here's like the super, super skinny of it. Um, like react and view, you know, like you add keys to things in a list so that when the list is reordered, the dom differ knows to move the elements and not just like morph those elements. And so that's, Mm -hmm. of course, that's a problem with any diff patch algorithm, JavaScript framework or not. And so live or morph dom, morph dom of course supports that. But Morphdom also supports multi-level keying, so you can have a key in a distant parent or relative in an element, and then and then move that key to some deep nested something else somewhere. And Morphdom's algorithm will like pull that element out, do all the stuff, and then like put it back in like three layers deep down, where mm-hmm. no other DOM diff. Well, at least none of the like JavaScript frameworks do that, um, and it actually it causes problems and it makes the algorithm way more complex and slower. And so there's these things that like, it's nice because in LiveWire, if you're running across some weird issue because of morph Dom, you're like, ah, just add a wire key and it will generally fix it because of that mechanism. But in Alpine morph, Alpine morph does not support that. It's a much more straightforward algorithm, like uh normal VDOM diffing and patching. And so it, it handles keys in the same level of nesting, but not in the multi-level. And so, uh, so your wire keys that you were relying on because you're doing weird stuff now will just break. Um, when in reality, you know, if somebody's like, "Well, that's a breaking change now." Now LiveWire is worse. It's like, well, actually, it's better. You should do this. These following, you should adhere to these principles um, to to not do what you're doing. You know, and you'll be right, much right. better off. And your apps will be more reliable. And you'll learn how to not like slather on wire key because it causes other issues. Yeah, but that's
1: though. a terrible thing to discover.
0: Yes, for an end user you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yes. Especially when they didn't expect a big breaking change.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. So we've swapped it and everything is
1: peachy. Dude, except for like the yeah, two little hell edgy of things. maintaining open source frameworks and breaking changes. Ugh. I feel bad for you about that. It is Especially cuz I know crazy. how much you love to rewrite shit. I know.
0: I mean, I have the full Livewire rewrite like and I'm sitting like, in a branch. Dude,
1: you and I are so similar in such weird ways. Mm. Like the ways in which we're similar are so interesting. Mm. But this is one of the ways in which we're similar. I love to completely ground up, rewrite something four oh, times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the staking system for potheads. Yeah. I threw all the code away and rewrote it three times. Nice. dude. And I it's mean, it's so good now. Yeah. It's so good. Like it's that's so clean. You, that's
0: how you arrive at something
1: yeah you just have to write it bad three times and i keep and like psyching
0: myself out like oh just refactor what's there progressively like, no, and incrementally dude. over time and it's like
1: you A, know how you refactor you fucking throw it out because you're smarter now
0: <laughs> yeah and you go from the ground up because then you also have the motivation to create purity at all, at all levels yeah, well and that's
1: what's happening with my adonis code base now mm. my adonis code base is fucking clean right. Yeah, and there's cool. tests. There weren't tests in my next code uh, okay. base because next. Dude, you know everything you used to say about like front end JavaScript and how it's bad and yeah. like all this shit back before mm-hmm. you ran a front end JavaScript company? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but like, you, you were know cutting you talk so about like. Joke,
0: you know,
2: come
1: on. Yeah but uh back in the day you used to talk about how like if you let react into your app like it just will like just grow and fester life, yeah. until it becomes yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. massive hydra yeah <laughs> next is just that but if you also let react have your backend, mm-hmm. like because there's no opinions it's the most unopinionated framework in the history of yeah ever. there are no
0: opinions i've seen some weird and patterns and it's like
1: and so you just people try bad- to add
0: controllers and views yeah, and stuff, you're
1: a weird. bad boy. Everyone's a bad boy, yeah everyone's right? A bad boy. Yeah. And so, like, you're a bad boy, and you just like, you're like, oh, this is fine for now. Yeah. This is fine for now. This is fine for now. Because I'm not going to reinvent middleware right now because I'm busy, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to invent like layouts middleware and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you just end up with this fucking hell app that's just littered with your own fucking shitty architecture and bad decisions and yeah. All this stuff, and then you refactor it, and you make it a little better each time, but like, ugh. Like, it sucks, and then you get into a fucking real framework Mm. again, and the monolith just fucking wraps its soft, warm hands around you, tender face, Mm. and it says, I always loved you. Ah. I knew you needed to go on Rumspringa, but like, welcome home you I know you you're like you the born. lost lamb you know the shepherd doesn't watch the 99 lambs mm, he right. goes after the one lamb that got away yep and i was the i was the lamb and a the loving embrace of, dude the loving embrace of like laravel except it's not laravel it's javascript has taken me mm. and i'm so happy writing this code because it's just like oh yes what i what i wanted Oh, like here's just like the most prime example of all time you my friend Don't have created an a-, a resourceful api for a resource that exists that represents a yeah. table in your database yeah. right yeah. and you want to post a new one to to the store mm-hmm. endpoint yeah but guess what mm. your fucking your whole route system is based on nested files <laughs> so either you're going to make one of two bad choices you're either going to have an index.js in yep. your like slash users directory yep, and that index.js is going to have a conditional in it mm. which says if method is get or whatever yeah if method is get then show me the index and right. if method is post then this is the store method it is pretty low level is,
0: like next request handling well it's back yeah, end it's, request handling
1: stuff yeah the api it's stuff. disgusting so like that that's like one option is like you yeah. do that the other option is you violate all rules of normalcy and decency and you make a store.js in the in the directory. Yeah. So now you can't just post to slash users. You have to post to slash users slash store every time that you're making an Ajax request, which is what I did because I'm not it, it was the lesser of two evils. But uh so yeah, being able to go route dot resource yeah. user and then just go to my controller and write all the fucking resource methods. Yeah. Holy shit dude, we're back. Mm. i'm back
0: baby boy the only issue with that whole scenario is that you're sending ajax requests to endpoints for rest
1: stuff listen i almost (laughs) last night was a big night i almost installed an inertia and then i didn't do it in
0: oh on laravel
1: on adonis what
0: you can do that
1: oh yeah you can do it oh wow why didn't you because i didn't want to i didn't want an SPA I want I want the like little Hmm. components inside of a server rendered page thing and like the only solutions I could find were like very like all the tutorials and people doing it Mm -hmm. I don't even know if inertia supports that thing but you're
0: making Ajax requests to like do stuff you're not just like posting forms in in your Adonis
1: app right I have some Ajax requests yeah
0: like you're just like so you're like classic server rendering everything as if it were like Blade and then sprinkling in so react
1: stuff well like, i mean there's big the chunks whole. of my page that is like a big react component right okay but it's like those are the frame the frame yeah, the is frame is, is all server rendered server rendered classic okay. edge is what it's called edge all right <laughs> funny blade. Edge is their edge.
0: Blade. wow so Ra- yeah. what spawned blade was it like um it was like dot net's uh was it razor i think i don't know i think it was razor um and now it's blade and now it's edge funny now it's edge funny um yeah right yeah. sounds like a warm embrace that's real nice i've been oh, experimenting so good, with different like wily live wire ideas like like so i i attempted like a quick rewrite that makes live wire just just basically a way to use php classes in javascript and like call methods and access properties so like you just never have to write an Ajax request again and it doesn't matter what frameworks you're using on an either end essentially um Mm -hmm. which was pretty cool um but that and then another idea is like models just having like like javascript versions of a model you know like user you just call like user.save in javascript or like
1: yeah um, you know what actually you um resource what you want what i know you well and I know that what you want is more model serializing in Livewire. I know that oh, generally speaking, serializing eloquent models has been like an easy thing for you to deal with. Yeah, and you're really just looking easy. for more opportunities to do that.
0: Especially like a collection of a thousand models that you serialize. Or <laughs>
1: better yet, like a paginated collection, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, it actually is better.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's much better.
0: Yeah. Oh boy, Daniel Colborn. So what I'm working mm. on right now, Daniel, is the, mm-hmm. um, Alpine, uh, I'm experimenting with the Alpine navigator. I'm calling it navigator right now. It's turbo links for Alpine. Um, which I think is like, if morph is one massive part of the live wire complexity pile, this is the other massive part that handles like history state. Um yep. and we'll unlock SPA mode. But it's like that's just a little side effect. That's the easy part. Swapping out a page is I easy. I love
1: so speaking of like uh I'm working on something by thinking about it. Mm-hmm. SPA mode is <laughs> SPA mode has to be like one of the long oh yeah. Like Very one long. of the long running I know. things.
0: It's it's laughable. Yep. <laughs> how long running and how but you know, well, usually it's a matter of The only, the only truly
1: laughable one is where the fuck is LiveWire mobile? <laughs>
0: No, that, dude, that's common. But that's the thing is it's just going to be an Alpine Navigator or Navigate. It's just going to be inside of it, the plugin. Just be like You're oh, yeah. make the bad version. I mean, it's just going to be like Turbo. like Yeah, like make the turbo good version. Thing. What's Oh, you mean the real hardcore version. The real one. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. Just do See, it. so many things have to simmer. That's just the thing, the man. One. I am so glad that I didn't attempt an in-live-wire SPA mode thing that I that, yeah that
1: many said I should have no you're right you're right it, this is way better this is way better
0: and yeah so similarly and dude this alpine navigate thing could be all of turbo in one little plug-in and it's like oh yeah you want anything that's available in Tur- turbo frames whatever like okay done yeah you know because it's just once you have the the core bit down um yeah I think that's m- maybe my like real goal is to like a little side mission is to just like dethrone turbo and there's nothing to dethrone like it's very i mean okay I'm yeah not, they, i'm not trying not to be like a they dick took about the throne it. they didn't take right they don't have the throne um
1: dude you were so worried
0: dude there's so many things i've been so worried about and none of it has you
1: were, yeah there's uh, no need
0: there's no need remember petite view i was like sick to my stomach when that we came out this, we had
1: this we had the same thing so <laughs> we um Sorry, I, I keep making it about me, but I've just no, got all yeah. these thoughts. I haven't no, had a podcast in so long. Oh, I know. Um, and now you have like a product. And now I have a business. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, dude, the, someone released our roadmap
2: mm.
1: months before Bothead head launch. Mm. Like the second we announced our roadmap, a week later, someone's going around in monkey Dow talking about this project they're working on. And they've oh. got screencasts of them doing oh, Blockhead. No way. In like you a bootstrap. Bot Sorry, Bothead. Wow. Oh, leak, dude, I just leaked leak. a trademark. <laughs> there, dude, you I actually leaked the name of an right LLC. Now, bro. <laughs> um, dude, that's you so you have funny. the domain? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Dot GG. Okay.
0: Well, get all the domains because um, now it's on the show and everybody's going to buy it.
1: Yeah, I have the domain. um That's so funny. I said blockhead. That's hilarious. Well, people who are paying attention know because blockhead GG on Twitter likes a lot of bothead statuses. Okay. Um. Anyway, the um. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. Um. So someone leaked. Someone is putting out like screencast type things with no voiceover just like little like snippets of them doing things of them like creating a whitelist and like claiming whitelist and like doing all this stuff with this software and then we made we put out an infographic of our roadmap and then two days later they put out an infographic of their roadmap that is copy and pasted our marketing copy and just like a different design template, but it's our marketing copy. And so Papa calls this guy out and is like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. It, I, my designer made the thing. And he's like, but where did your designer get our marketing copy? You must have just sent him our thing and say, make me something like this. Mm. Like that's the only explanation well and so it was yeah I and get, then we right. so we had all these receipts that like this guy was in our twitter spaces when we first announced the roadmap and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and he's been in our discord from like months back wow. and like all this shit yeah Fusion horse bro like this guy straight up just like aped our whole roadmap and That's we crazy. were so scared because we had uh, so much to do right between where we were and where we needed yeah. to be to launch yeah that we were like dude, this guy has nothing going on and is just writing the code before we get around to it. Dude, story of my life. And like, <laughs> yeah, and we were so scared. Guess what? Never released a goddamn thing. Yeah, fucking that's Fucking vaporware. Yeah. Not real. Nice. And then BlockSmith came out and released a whitelist management tool. It's fucking shitty. Ours is twice as good. Nice. Uh, I'm not trying to talk shit on BlockSmith. It's It was the best thing in the ecosystem at the time and right. still is because we haven't gone public. But... right. But like ours is better, yeah. Um, and we were so scared of that. Well, they're at 30 floor price right now <sighs> off of like their tool, wow. but like whatever. That's our tool, ridiculous. Was, we sold out our mint, our floor price is fine. Who cares? Yeah, you know?
0: I mean, that's yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Deke, these are the things <laughs> like this dude, is the story of my life. There's like every other day, fucking... but dude, I mean, I feel like I'm on the mountaintop by now, like, I'm so much like. I've yeah, let go there. of so much. You've like, had you your ankles bit enough
1: that like you don't even notice anymore. Exactly.
0: And people do yeah. stuff like that all the time. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to win. I know that. So, and even if you do, yeah. like, I'm just happy with, well, no, life you're not because like
1: and... to win, you would have to out innovate. right. Yeah. And like, clearly you've demonstrated that you're not a person who can innovate or you wouldn't be fucking biting at my exactly ankles. that's the thing yes that's funny that so is it's like I don't give a shit like <laughs> yep. what are you gonna do you just gonna release what I release like three weeks later yeah. for the rest of my life that's fine yeah. um, what was I gonna say you just guarantee me lifetime first mover advantage on everything right that's fun yeah
0: Um, people ripping people off dude ripping you off oh the cop yeah so him saying that it was his designer whatever
1: Mm-hmm. That like ripped you
0: off. Um, I uh, some okay. Well, I don't want to. So, we a designer designed something and stole off of Tailwind UI, um, copy, you know, and we didn't catch it and just like put it in. And, they, and then, you know, they're probably just harmlessly like getting placeholder copy from Tailwind UI's homepage or whatever. Um, but yeah, Adam messaged me like right away, and was like, "Hey, this looks familiar," and put it side by side, and I'm like, "Damn it, come on!" And now I look like a freaking, you know, skee ball, and I can't like, yeah, and I just want to like blame it on the designer, um. But what because it's like you Dude, can't, that's... I can't even do that because if I say like, oh yeah, yeah our our designer did that, it's it. like, yeah, exactly, yeah. you have to own it because well. Why'd you let the designer do that? Why did you, you know, the same thing you just said, it's like, well, where did the designer get that idea? You know? Um, But obviously I didn't like tell the designer to go to tailwind UI and look at their copy um, or even their design. In fact, you know, this seems to be a thing I keep coming across and it's probably just because I'm in a similar space, but it's like, I have to try so hard to not look at tailwind a bit like anything. Because you just run that constant risk because they do everything so well. Well, so don't well. use
1: bot head tools then because it is all Tailwind UI. Right. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. If I. Yeah. I guess it's every this is single a... bit of UI in bot is directly Tailwind UI. Copyright. Yeah.
0: I saw those little like avatar. That's I guess I should have known. I saw the little avatar stacks and was like, wow did daniel just like make little stacks of avatars
2: like fuck no not on (laughs) your life
0: i'm like that's pretty (laughs)
1: legit bro
0: (laughs) like yeah no tailwind ui you just fucking you just fucking
1: copy and paste it's great yeah
0: that's nice yeah that's really
1: start making some react components i'll steal your shit (laughs) yeah i know well i mean i'll pay for it i pay for tailwind ui right 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 yep so yeah,
0: copying people—that's like a huge thing, man. So many people copy, so many people. It's so stupid.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's like—but it's like hard we've to be talked ir- about. It's so ineffective. Yes, right. And there's copying. You will just never get where you're trying to go. Right. The
0: proof is in the pudding. There, the
2: yeah. It's fine. The trait
0: like, that I made you a copier is co- the trait are... that. <laughs>
1: I guess those people are just comfortable with like 5% of the results. Cause that's all you're ever going to get is right. like five, maybe 10% of the yeah. results. And I guess they're just like, I can't do better than that. So that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh, tricky business. You know, one super nice tricky. thing about this, like uh partners program thing that we're trying to work up here is if it's successful and we can like get enough companies in and whatnot, it will be a revenue stream that will not have a lot of these stresses because We'll be offering something unique that only we can offer, mm-hmm. um, and like with products and things, I always worry so much about um sending about over messaging or about oversapping the audience. Um, like I don't want to ask money a lot. Yeah, right. Uh, barely ever, and I don't want to communicate a new thing and then have to go back on it or change. You know what I mean? It's like. I'm super careful about that And you're part. in this
1: like trap of always needing to uh, like under promise and over deliver. And like, yeah, it's the whole thing.
0: Yeah. There, so it's really nice that like, oh, this is something I could do back channel like through emails because the a customer acquisition is like, I don't know. I just use that word and I don't even own it. But you know, like the the value of a customer is so high that it like makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can just email you and talk about what you need and come up with something specific for you, write up a quick doc and send it to you. And it's like, wow. And I didn't like, I didn't, you know, uh, waste one of my goodwill audience cash ins, you know? Yeah. It's like, nice. I'm just talking to people and the people I'm talking to are like business people at businesses. So we can just talk brass tacks. It's like transactional, you know, Mm -hmm. it's nice. But what I am running across is the thing that I think I've run across before. And I seem to run across where you have, it's like some of the people who give you the, even some of the best advice on like how much to charge and what you can, you know, and fill your head with like dreams about like money and whatnot are the people don't have who any want money. It, yeah. they don't give you money. It's funny. I remember a person specifically who I brainstormed the surge idea with um to do these screencasts and just make them exclusive to sponsors, which changed my life. And we like brainstormed it on a call. And we were talking about like how much money like a uh you know a company and this person's like, oh my company, like, you know, they we have We're a company of X amount of people. We use live or all the time, you know, like we could do, you know, easily five, five, maybe at the time, probably like 500 bucks a month was a big deal or a thousand bucks a month. I put together these tiers. Guy takes the $14 a month tier. That's it. $14 a month tier. And then later on, he says stuff like, I don't even like, well, I haven't, you know, sponsored in a while. um, But maybe if, you know, if you put out more content, I'll sponsor you again. And I'm like, what? in the world (laughs) so it's just weird some of the people that have like fed me good ideas or like you know pumped me up and other people have followed through they're just like cheap as hell
1: there are two people who i would ask about this and that would be the extent of my research actually there are three people i would ask about this and that would Mm. be the extent of my research i would ask taylor otwell Mm -hmm. i would ask matt Stalford because they used to pay that amount of money to taylor remember right. we used to have those like zoom calls with taylor yeah we like it was like hey four people go hop on a zoom call with taylor and ask him questions about right. laravel yes
2: i do remember um, that
1: and then i would go ask boss chris because boss chris runs a company that uses oh. actually boss chris is a great person to talk to he's a great lead that uses alpine at right. least boss chris
0: yeah it's tough to know what to do um because Because
1: he's like in a product company that's not an agency
0: p so like talking to matt you're right would be helpful but the thing about like titan and this happened with the laravel sponsorship is everybody's so um high level and -hmm. experienced that there's not a lot to talk about there's not a lot to ask and every time we got on those calls nobody had anything real to talk about and i think taylor wanted a lot more from it than he didn't get and titan just thought we'd be able to use it and didn't um that i remember that was the yeah. the vibe is like oh we're not actually mm-hmm. using any of the perks except like the logo um so we specifically we were brainstorming this we're like we're not going after people like titan or people who are you know these sort of like elite level stuff we're going after people who have a pile of junior developers or inexperienced developers and our time is so much more valuable to them, you know? Yeah. Um, and so boss man, Chris might run that same risk, but I'm sure, you know, I guess there's the feeling I have. So call me on this deke. This is, I mean, um, I guess there's like, maybe this is similar to when I went to Dan sheets and I was like, well, just tell me how much money you're willing to pay me. And he's like, ha, mm-hmm. that's not how this works. You're looking to make a deal. I'm looking to make a deal. And I, it was like an awakening mm-hmm. moment for me where I was like, oh you know it's not just like benevolent business that's like you know it's like yeah. he's trying to do what i'm trying to do which is make more money <laughs> and yeah. you know it, have fewer expenses um so i i guess like i have this feeling when i hear that you got to check me on when i hear people like um let's pick on boss man chris because i truly don't feel this way about boss man chris when i hear you know boss man chris uses uses live wire at the company i'm like Oh, why don't I get a bunch of money from them? You know, <laughs> that's what I think. Cause yeah, I'm like, yeah. if they paid me, they, they get a lot of value from my thing. If they pay me a bunch of money, I'm going to use it, for... it. doesn't
1: use LiveWire, by the way.
0: Okay. Use um, Alpine. Oh, all right. Whatever. Well, Alpine's worse. Like, because people who use Alpine just think of it as like much less of a, of an addition to their code base, I think, because Alpine is so lightweight mm-hmm. that I think naturally they also are like, they're not going to be like, oh yeah, we're an Alpine shop. You know, like mm-hmm. nobody's going to say that. That's their sprinkles framework where like, dude, you know, I came so
1: close, by the way, I came so close to trying to build like a Solana wallet adapter in Alpine so that I could get rid of uh, all yeah. my react, but I didn't do it.
0: I did that. and I have it somewhere. Um, you did it? Yeah, I, I was like, and I actually toyed with like, I need to like make this official and make it a plugin that um you can just have, you know, but I mean, it's in shambles and I too abandoned it because. Um, but yeah, I wanted like X connect and or like X wallet. And then you have like wallet as like an Alpine, you know, object that you can just like, you know,
1: well, sick, maybe for my fifth rewrite, I'll stuff just go to get around to doing that.
0: that. Yeah, I know. I, I barked up that tree and I forget what stopped me. Um, but it, I mean, it's tough. probably just
1: the number of wallets that you needed to support because like,
0: you yeah, maybe that was whole it. I think I just API started for with
1: phantom than it is for Soulflare right. and all that.
0: The whole code base is. You know really difficult because it's all in typescript um and yeah. you know it's just like a super confusing when you're source diving like solana wallet adapter base solana wallet adapter you know all that stuff it's like mm-hmm. just confusing as hell um so yeah but anyway deke i guess i guess this is uh what was i saying yeah like my feeling is like you you should pay like you should pay me and then i'll do more for you you know <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, but even not so i
1: feel like someone like someone like boss chris i'm just gonna like promise you his money here uh (laughs) great but uh i feel like someone like chris like the value add is different than someone who you like you were talking about with like a bunch of junior developers exactly yes but for chris the value add is like hey i think this would be a good addition to the framework or like hey i made a pr i want you to like priority Go through my PR with yeah, me on a video called "Open Source roughly.
0: Priority" or something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and like, that's that's the trickier put my, stuff. Put my PR at the top of the stack.
0: It's funny that those are the things I'm less interested in, um which yeah. is you know the more like somebody like Bossman Chris and his company or Titan and other companies like that. I'm not as interested in because they let's just say in the Bossman Chris situation, if he comes to me with a PR that I don't love or is not you know, in line with my beliefs or philosophy, but he paid me. So I have to at least hear him out. And now, then now you have to, and yeah. then you've paid attention to the thing. And now it's like, you feel guilty for not merging it or working through it. And, and then you're worse off. So those are the things that I'm like, Ooh, no, I don't want that. Um, I'd rather make money off of inexperienced people and making them better at the thing, because it's so, mm-hmm. it's such a really good value exchange. Like they get a ton of value, you know, and they have money. And I can Dude, get that. I money. think.
1: Can you imagine like doing like how dope would it be to do like a week long training for a big company? Yeah, and like just go on site and like sit with developers and like that would be, be crazy. Like, yeah, we're gonna refactor your whatever app to be like yeah. a Livewire and Alpine app away from being like a Laravel with a React component or a Vue component app. Dude, we should do, we should just do a Tall Stack Summit
0: and just have a bunch of people like Dude, fly in from everywhere.
1: I, I was thinking about doing this, honestly, but not Tall Stack. We talked about, <laughs> So not right. the thing you, not, not, actually not the thing you said. So, <laughs> so, not, <laughs> so not that thing. No, Caleb, I want to do a summit yeah. with everybody we know who makes something dope. <sighs> yes, we need two summits. Okay. We, but can we just do a summit with everyone we know who makes something dope that's uh we should do that as well i mean okay you don't alpine you don't have day to be involved be in the. we can make alpine day a whole day of the no, summit No,
0: because then it's like no no deke because then then it's like all the people who are you know that taints taints it we should purely that's have true. a dope summit that's like um dope and then the other one yes is more like laricon for tall stack kind of thing you know except yeah maybe it's maybe it has a twist maybe it is more training oriented maybe you know um but yeah yeah dude let's do both let's do both yep i'm having a kid though so it's gonna need to wait a second
1: Dude, you're having a kid i'm having a bot head you're having a bot everyone's having a fucking kid over here
0: so yeah, it's going to have to wait a second, but, um, but I definitely want to do it and I definitely want to do it with you and we need to do that. A hundred percent. So fun. It would be so much fun.
1: Dude. I, can I just say, I know we've talked about this on the show before. I have this dream of doing a mini conference, like, like something like a, like a, what's that famous maker conference that everyone goes to? Microconf.
0: Microconf. Yeah.
1: Like something like microconf, but like I feel like a little bit more or like XOXO kind of like a little bit more DIY, a little bit more like punk rock, a little bit less like tech industry polish on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like not a marketing conference. Right. Like actually like a show me something dope as fuck that you made conference. Yeah. Yeah. But like I want to do it in Asheville,
0: dude. Dude, we should do it in Asheville. And we should. Make I want it... to
1: rent out. I want to rent out like a giant, like I don't know, like a space that's like in the mountains with no yes. cell service. Yes, I was just gonna say it needs and to be a music like festival, except camping. Yes. Yep. So the and only and we fucking get Jesse shoot out there to fucking carve spoons with us. Right.
0: It needs to literally be like half Laracon, half maker fair half music festival half renaissance fair basically yeah dude like that's these. i guess the only the thing but like
1: but also think about scaling it down so that it can be run by like a highly coordinated team of five people yeah you know what i'm saying
2: yeah
0: and it it has to be like i don't know i mean we would come up with like rules of the road or whatever but you know because like music festivals can get dicey i'm just thinking of like the few the music festivals that i've been to that it's like I dude, wouldn't want you to know run something like that. You know what I think, like
2: that,
1: that, you know what I think the easy face? play is? Um, the easy play is no alcohol, Yeah, but you can true. smoke weed. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. No way. Like, you, you could, well, no I mean, way. we can't say that because it's illegal here, but like, right. but like we don't, we're not going to fucking say anything if there's a little smoke coming from the tents, you know? Yeah, of course, but, of course. But we're not serving. But you're right. Maybe you like, just don't serve alcohol, and then people can do whatever they want
0: right i mean definitely not yeah i mean it's funny because like you want alcohol but you don't yeah so there's that
1: yeah you want alcohol you just don't want alcoholics that's the problem you don't want uh (laughs) alcoholics are the worst (laughs) no
0: no, but you just want you don't want people like getting faced and doing
1: ridiculous things that bad things yeah that like are bad um you don't want people you don't want antisocial alcohol yeah. You want social alcohol.
0: Yes. You want... Yeah, so there has... Maybe we just have, uh, you know...
1: Maybe everyone gets one twisted tea on the way in.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, we... You, you have, like... Um, oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. You're going we, to have to It's the only twisted tea you're getting. Right. No, you, you come in, and you can, like... You can <laughs> check
1: out a Coors Light per hour. Um. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, we could build, like, a whole like rfid <laughs> or like nfc wristband situation yeah, right. where like there's a vending machine where <clears throat> you just put your nfc tag up to it and it j- dispenses a free cores light yeah but like there's a timer and if you try and get it before an hour it yells at you and calls you like a piece of shit or something yep
0: basically um it, i mean this honestly this would be so dope and like we we the only we need to get past the concern but like yeah we have to find a way that it doesn't become a thing where there's people like like on all where it's like really cool and chill but then like there's a dude on all fours like vomiting in the middle of you know whatever or like there's like somebody yeah. like like crying and rocking back and forth and stuff and like yeah, yeah. you know like it has to be just that without that and then it would be so unbelievably dope it would be the coolest thing it has to be
1: dude it has to be, be so in cool. a field and like, like, you know how, my, like, my wedding was? How it was just, like... Yeah. There's, like, campers and, like, people yes, were just, Yes, that's what like, we should do, dude, is just rent that same place. But Dude, they've gotten ten times as expensive since we got married there. So what? We were, like, the last cheap wedding at that spot.
0: Yeah, but this will be a conference that people will pay for.
1: I know, but we paid fucking... Like, I think all in, we paid, like, five or six grand. That's crazy. To be there. Heads up for and the
0: listener. It's, like, a... Like a retro RV park, retro camper park with like these beautiful restored like jet airstream. I think think
1: they're charging like 15 to 20 grand now. (sighs) Wow. I mean, we could totally raise
0: that easily.
1: We could, but it's like we could do it a different way, cheaper and cooler. And like it would be more in the spirit of the thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, go find some land.
0: Tent camping, having a tent camping conference would be just the
1: coolest thing. Yeah, it would be so sick, dude. Yeah. We probably ran, need be outhouses. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we get all that.
0: Yeah, we'll have to figure it out.
1: <laughs> dude, it would be so cool. It would be cool.
0: We should come up with uh, a few different ver- like um like a few different iterations or variations of this. And I've idea. got
1: like homies here who would be like amazing mm-hmm. at like helping us like put together all the non-tech parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like I've got people who've like i don't know who are in bands who've like put together festivals and you know like just like yeah. shit like that it's like you know how to do an event and manage a crowd and then we could have all my fucking friends bands play hmm. like we could do all this it'd be so dope yeah we could do we could have like it'd be amazing we could have all my graffiti friends come up and like present with like a full mat like a balaclava on and like do a do a graffiti presentation
0: that would be dope as well yeah very interesting daniel we should totally do this kind of summit no doubt
1: dude yeah the good vibes summit it'd be so cool Mm. it can't be called that obviously that's such a lame name but like but that's what it would be under the hood (laughs) operation good vibes Mm. my friend walter has like could do a whole bit on like synthesizers and then just like set it up for people to play with over the course of the weekend and yeah. like play with synthesizers. We like, need
0: a lot of electricity because I mm-hmm. think that's like a part of this, you know, is merging Dude, you know what the I think field the, with electricity. Yeah,
1: I feel like you, um, burning man for developers. Here's the thi- <laughs> I feel like we find like a, like a warehouse or something, yeah. you know, like, Maybe, like, someone has, like, a a warehouse, like, they have, like, a a lumber company or whatever. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And they sell, like, two-by-fours. And they just, like, mill two-by-fours. Or they get them shipped in from China and then they sell them. And this is their warehouse that they keep their lumber in. Yeah. But it's, like, out in the mountains because that's where everything is here. Mm -hmm. And then, so they've got a lot of electricity because it's, like, a warehouse and shit. But, like, we just come in and say, like, hey, can we, like, for a weekend rent half of your warehouse and like we like hang up like a big like partition across like a we make a giant tie-dye partition or something and hang it across the the like stacks of lumber in the back Hmm. and then we like set up a stage and chairs and like a pa and like set up a whole thing in there and then we just like people camp all around the thing and then like every morning they wake up at 11 o'clock and come to the first
2: session yep
0: yeah, dude, this needs to be like a youth group retreat. Um, exactly. Just a youth group retreat for sure. Some of the best times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dude, we should honestly like.
1: And then like every night we can like talk to people about not masturbating and like <clears throat> all yep. the other cool things that go on at youth group
2: retreats.
0: Right. Get everybody crying at the end of the night, like confessing uh-huh. stuff on stage.
1: Well, um, you just play E and then E sustained and then E and then E sustained. Yeah, I mean. and then you just- <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do that,
0: Um, dude. That's so funny. Been there, bro. Um, But okay, what about this, Daniel? Here's a new idea. Okay, I buy three hundred thousand dollars worth of land and make it a business expense. And um, you know, nobody can hear you, right? No, I couldn't hear. Okay, you're funny guy. You're funny guy. I was
1: playing E and E sustained. Carry on. Funny. But I
0: could everybody hear hear you?
1: It was just ducking. They probably could. You just couldn't. Oh, funny. I thought you muted. Um
0: uh Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Here's the move. I'm going to buy $300,000 worth of land within an hour of Buffalo's airport. Mm-hmm. We'll own the land. It'll be a business expense. And, mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's a write-off.
0: Yeah. And there you go. Cuz I want to buy land anyway. And it'll have like woods for hunting and like a pond for fishing and like you know, it'll mm-hmm. be a great venue and then I'll just like have it, you know, to like pass down to my kids and stuff, mm-hmm. like raise a family on. But there's also like a festival that occurs there once a year and it's like tuned for the festival. Mm-hmm. It's the developer. Festival. And then
1: here's what you do. You sell $300,000 worth of NFTs and those are the tickets. There to the go. festival.
0: To the festival. The problem with that plan is that all of those people... Will be on my land, and then they'll know like where my land
1: is. (laughs) Well, okay, so you really you need to sell six hundred thousand dollars worth of NFTs to get a second three hundred thousand dollars piece of of land. land.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, this
1: is is a lot of NFTs.
0: (laughs) That's a risk. It's funny that people take that risk. Like I'm thinking of like festivals and stuff I've been to that are hosted at like people's land, you know, that a family owns or whatever.
1: Those people have guns.
0: Yeah, I know it's like that's that's really something there
1: well dude like i'm like i just thought about this the other day i was like i'm so doxxed like someone yeah. might show up in my house at some point
0: <laughs> your house is doxxed
1: well no but i own property <sighs> yeah right yeah i mean you know. everyone's house is doxxed right but yeah unless you own your property with an llc your house is doxed. yeah that's
2: true
0: yeah, unfortunate realities, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Daniel, what are we like, going dude, on What here? if like I four like hours?
1: do something unpopular with my crypto community and then someone decides to start like sending pizzas to my house or swatting me or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yep, stuff's weird, man. Some people are super private about everything and then other people are not, and I don't think it matters either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got guns, don't come here yeah me too me too daniel should buy more though just in mm-hmm. case
0: dude yeah. i should
1: hook them up to some home automation somehow <laughs> there you go
0: what could go wrong don't use home assistant
1: <laughs> alexa home Invasion. yeah
0: Yep. Yeah, all right okay that's great um oh, daniel i mean we dude we've been at this for like three hours now
1: dude I know yeah I, we had a lot to get through
0: we did we had to um, yeah, we had to
1: we owed it to the people
0: dude exporting this thing is gonna take forever I hate when like we record six long ones yeah. normalizing the audio takes forever and makes it, it my gets exponentially longer I know
2: oh boy all right
0: let's release this in two parts part one part two next I'm just joking bud come on all right Okay, but are we killing right. this
1: thing? Do you want to go ahead and sure. cue? Yeah, I'm just going to cue the outro it, right? music. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,